Welcome everybody to this very special episode. It is episode 110 of the ADV podcast. I know we're doing it on a Tuesday rather than a Friday, but there's been some breaking news with regards to the situation in Xinjiang. So we really wanted to bring this to you now while it's fresh and as soon as possible. Absolutely. So uh, the Xinjiang situation is something that Winston and I have been covering in depth for mm. a very long time now. And I'll tell you why. Um, if you guys are new here, if you're just watching this for the, the breaking news and stuff, Winston lived in uh, China for 14 years, first China vlogger, first yeah. guy to make YouTube videos out of China. I lived in China for a decade. And during our time in China, we spent a lot of time with Uyghur people uh, yeah. from Xin the Xinjiang region. But first of all, I, we kind of wanted to explain what this whole situation is if you're new to it. Yeah. Um, so before we get to the leaked documents, the leaked photos and all this stuff that really points incredible amounts of blame to the Chinese government and the atrocities that they've pulled, mm -hmm. uh, we'd like to go through what this actually means. Sure. So the Uyghur people are from a province in China called Xinjiang. And historically, this part of China wasn't part of China. No, that's why it's called... Can you explain why it's called Xinjiang? What Xin, does Xin mean? Xin, Xin means new, and Jiang means like territory, right? Or yeah. frontier, it actually means. So like Xinjiang is like a new frontier. It's kind of like you can imagine a place uh, where a pilgr the pilgrims went to discover or the, the pioneers going across the country with their wagon wheels. It's yeah. kind of that vibe. Maybe like New England. New England, right? <laughs> right? It's like a new territory mm. that they've discovered to displace the, the native people. Sure. Right? A lot yeah. of parallels there, right? Right. So communist China has control of this region. We can go to the next part. What you can yeah. see is that the Xinjiang, the Uyghur people are not Chinese. I have to tell you that um, in China, I would very often be, um, you know, I'd be mistaken. So Same. I'll go back to that. For a Xinjiang person, if you were to travel anywhere outside of the big cities, the local people would think that you were a Xinjiang Rin, which yes. is what they'd say. Yeah, that was a thing if they go around, because they're not used to seeing foreigners like us. Yeah. They would just assume, hey, that's a, that's a Uyghur. That's yeah. a Xinjiang yeah. person. So this is in Western China. You can see how big the province is. It's yeah. like the uh, size of Alaska, basically. It's, it's massive. Huge, huge. A lot huge. of it's desert. A lot of it's also alpine forests. Mm. Uh, it's a very diverse area, and it's full of these Turkic people that have almost nothing to do with China. Sure. We've, uh, we've covered Xinjiang food in our food do documentaries. Mm -hmm. Very, very much a Turkic food, a Central Asian type food. Yeah, people look different. Like, people like look different. you you probably see in some of the upcoming mugshots and so on. A lot of them look Caucasian. You know, they look Middle Eastern. They look very different to the majority Han Chinese people. Sure. You get you get Caucasian looking one yeah. looking ones. Yeah. You get people that look uh, have mixed with the Russian people. You also get a lot of Kazakhs in the region. Yeah. And a lot of Tajiks. Yeah, what we're trying to say is you can't hide. If you're a Uyghur, it's very easy to spot what you're, you're a Uyghur or yeah. a minority in the region. There's lots of minorities in the region. Yeah. Anyway, these leaked documents uh, came about because of these allegations of something that most people are calling concentration camps. Right. And these concentration camps were basically created to contain the people group of the Uyghurs and also just the minorities in the area. Yeah. Because... Unfortunately for you know the communist fantasy that the Soviet Union and China likes to put out, it is not a diverse, celebrated diversity country. This yeah. is not a country that celebrates people of different languages and ethnicities. They treat them like zoo animals. Correct. Right. So if you're non-Han, Han, Han Chinese, the ninety-one percent of of Chinese people. If you're not one of those, then you're a minority. Sure. And if you're a minority, you're either put on display like, look at them dance. Look sure. at them. They're, they're special, cult, special, special cultures, right? Yeah. And people go and look at them like a zoo animal or you're treated like a lesser citizen. Correct. Right? Like a lesser person. So unfortunately, in China, the Uyghur people are the most different 
from mm. the Chinese people. So the government takes offense to that, and they don't want any more sectarian things going on in the region. Yeah, and of course they blame it all on uh, extremism yeah. and separatism. Uh, there, let's be completely honest here. There have been a lot of terrorist attacks, mm-hmm. and there has been a lot of extremism within the Xinjiang region mm-hmm. historically for a very long time. So the Chinese government decided that they'd come in and stop this. This was their whole reason behind this. But the way that they decided to stop this is to lump everybody into the same area and just say, all of you guys, we're going to deal with you. We're not going to allow your religion. If we catch you um, doing anything that we consider to be different, in other words, you read scripture, you grow a beard. Dress differently. Yeah, you, you uh, pray, pray, you, you do. You speak your native language exactly. in schools. Then that's, that's possibly a, a step towards extremism. Right. So we're just going to put you, put you away, lock you away. Yeah, and I just want to clarify, the reason that a lot of the terrorist activity happened, the sectarian activities happened, was not because of the nature of religion and things like this. It was because they didn't want to be part of China. Sure. And it's not that, like, I understand how geopolitics works, right? You can't just say, oh, why don't you just let them have their own country? I get that, right? I get that it's a, a you know, China claims that region. Mm-hmm. But the way that they tried to like you said the way that they tried to integrate people through force yeah all of a sudden you start realizing what kind of things they were doing and yeah. unfortunately the allegations are coming out that the women are being forced sterilized so they couldn't reproduce true han people and we can attest this 100 percent true han people were being bussed and shipped into the region yeah. to displace the Uyghur people so that Correct. the han people became the majority in fact i had students that were from Xinjiang, and I said, "Well, it's really interesting. They look, just look like Han people." Turns out they yeah, were recent they were. Han, Han immigrants to the area, and they they would talk very poorly about the Uyghur people. They'd say, "Oh, we don't we don't mix with them. Like this sure. is our China. We we have our own areas. They don't come to our area." Sure. Right. Anyway, long story short, forced abortion, sterilization, um, forcing Han men to shack up basically with Uyghur women to reproduce or to yeah. displace the men out of the household. Yeah. Um, eradicating the language and prayer elements of their culture, right? Then not only that, these concentration camps that I previously mentioned sprung up. And this was in an effort to re-educate people into the, you know, Communist Party of China doctrine. Yeah. Um, Not, I wouldn't say Chinese culture. Most of the evidence we've seen is not teaching people to celebrate Chinese New Year. It's to celebrate Xi Jinping's doctrine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, The Communist Party's doctrine. Yeah. You know, the thing is, the reason we're making this video now is because there has been this leak. Now, yeah. what's happened is anonymously, uh, a whole bunch of documents and photos have been leaked to the Western world, to the Western press, and they've been verified. They've been independently yeah. verified. They're not doctored. They're not fake. And what you can see in the background is, you know, one of the photos that was leaked, you can see taking satellite imagery of this of these alleged camps which are actually really camps um you can see that this belongs this this is inside one of those camps for instance just to verify that this is real but independent journalists and independent sources have verified from multiple you know from the german press to the british press to you know proper experts yeah. in the field have verified these so it's not some made up nonsense and we're going to get more into this and show you just how damning this is, because this is what China's been trying to hide for the longest time. Yes. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we have over here actual footage. Remember the Guang Guang went out there and 
a very brave Chinese guy went out to go and film some of these camps. He was actually inspired because he was like, well, we're not allowed, like the media in China is not covering this. He's, yeah. They're not going to prove that the camps don't exist. Sure. So let me go for myself, see for myself. And he did, yeah. he found them. Yeah. Now, okay. Well, I want to rewind just a little bit here. Remember in the beginning when people started to hear whispers about these mm -hmm. camps, okay? Yeah. You used to, we, we, we would hear about them when we were living in China, yeah. okay? Towards my end, my yeah. Chinese friends would tell me about like how they were treating them. Oh, they, you know, they're bad people, so we have to deal with them type thing. Mm -hmm. I'd hear that a lot. But right in the beginning, when Uyghurs were escaping or like their families were being taken away and they would go to try to speak to the press or speak to anybody and things would leak, China outright denied that these mm. camps existed. They were like, no, there's no such thing as fake news. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Eventually, too much evidence mounted up, and they came out and said, oh, well, well yeah, yeah they're, they're real, but they're just vocational schools. Yeah, we're just teaching skills because it's an impoverished region, yeah. and we want them to be just as good as the rest of the population. Yeah. And then it kind of devolved from there. And then yeah. it got into like, well, screw you because you bomb Iraq. You know, right. we, yeah. we need to take care of our extremists over here. And don't you dare meddle in our internal politics. If we were to make a photographic timeline, it would look something like these camps don't exist at all. Shut yes. up. Yeah. To, yes, these camps exist. And we want to do all these bad things because you did bad things in the past. Too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't meddle. Don't meddle with us. Yeah, exactly. we, we have our own ways. So, look, they are true. And we've had countless stories of people who have escaped. Okay. Mm -hmm. And people, we personally know yep. Uyghurs whose family are still missing, yes. who have still gone into this system yep. of concentration camps and never come out. Yes. Okay. Anyway. So, um, so anyway, people started protesting in Western countries. Yes. And Turkey and all over the world. So, what happened was, you know, in that, somewhere on that timeline, I like that you pointed out, is that they start, the Chinese government started out by saying, this isn't real at all. Mm. So, shut up. Right. Mm. And because they had to admit that they were real, right? They had to. Pe because people went abroad to tell their stories, right? Yeah. People went outside and, and held up signs and said, this is my story. I went through the camps or my family went through the camps, yes. right? Here's exactly how it works. So they put on things like tribunals and all this kind of stuff. And the Chinese government has to, has to do something. Instead of saying, somewhere in between, right? Instead of saying, yes, these camps exist or no, they don't exist at all. Somewhere in this limbo... They created, I, I started coming up, this start, started popping up on my radar. They started making thousands and thousands of YouTube videos, right? Mm -hmm. And putting out the, these bizarre messages about how Uyghurs' lives are so free. Yeah. And it popped up on my radar because, and they came up with these YouTube channels called like Real Xinjiang. Yeah. And what happened was there was a leaked document. It's from WeChat, like a WeChat circle. It's kind of like uh, WhatsApp for yeah. China. And there was a government initiative to go out there in these specific regions of Xinjiang to go find Uyghur people that can speak decent Chinese mm -hmm. and then go tell them, I'm happy. And Mike Pompeo, who at the time, by the way, was making allegations about Xinjiang, yeah. that they're, I'm so mad about Mike Pompeo. Yeah, shut up, he's, Mike Pompeo. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I can't believe you would say this about our happy Uyghur lifestyle. Yeah. Right? So this was we a weird band-aid that China started to, to put on. Yeah. Right? And it was super creepy and bizarre. They're always too on the nose. That's yeah. the problem. If you say, oh, guess what? China's doing a bad thing. They're doing this. Like, oh, China's leaving the toilet seat up. Yes. They'll come up with like a million videos showing people putting a toilet seat down. We don't put, leave the toilet seat up. That's really good. I want you to actually stop here. I want okay. you to look at this for two seconds. I like what you said. Mm. The idea of maybe putting out a random little video out in the zeitgeist is a different story. If you played the long game, if you really wanted to cover up this genocide. Sure. Put a little one here, put a little one there, make it natural. Make mm. it like 
show a Uyghur doing something in the background of a normal scene. Yeah. Right. But instead, they get these mandates or these these quotas mm. and say we need to put out a thousand videos showing happy Uyghurs. So look, at, let me just read some of these titles. Sure. A happy and harmonious neighborhood. Hashtag stop Xinjiang rumors, which is most most of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Pompeo, look at our happy and perfect life. <laughs> yeah. Pompeo, just take care of yourself and leave us alone, right? Like you said, on the nose mm. to the point where it just reeks of this is probably something I mean, bad. You've been caught out. You've <laughs> yeah. been caught out. Like yeah. our happy life. Yes. You know what I mean? So, Only we know how we are going, you know? So I'd like to show some of these, uh, just a couple of these videos. Again, there were thousands that I yeah. found. Well, let's get us out of here. We're going to show this and we'll be right back. The subtitles. <laughs> 最近我在手机等平台上浏览了蓬佩奥发表的滑稽言论，我真的很想笑。我在新疆生活了二十多年了，我怎么就没有发现我的人权被压迫或受到了限制呢？Let's stop on that that phrase there. Okay. So this is an example of a girl that they went to go find. Yes. University. She's very nervous. She's shaking. Yeah, you can. You tell. imagine Chinese cops show up at your door, knock, right? Yeah. These Han Han policemen, they're like, hey. We're going to make you say this script, right? And it sure. is a script. We I, There's multiple people that say exactly the identical yeah, same so thing. It's, it's all the same script, points, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So they go on there and they go like, you're going to say something bad about Pompeo. You're going to say that you, you were reading your phone or reading the news or something and you found out about Pompeo. And the first thing that struck me was, number one, if you're a Uyghur in Xinjiang, if you use a VPN. Which you'll see shortly, we have proof. Right. Yes. Actual proof. If you use a VPN, I, a Uyghur friend told me this. If you use, and we actually have the government. No, I mean, we have proof we from do. before, but we've For got sure. further There's proof. New, new proof. Anyway, if you use a VPN, so a tool to jump over the Great Firewall of China. Remember, China's internet's blocked, right? Yeah. It's an intranet. Mm. The internet is everything else that, that Chinese people can't see. If you use, if you're a Uyghur, if you're from Xinjiang here, and you use a VPN to go over that Great Firewall, then what happens is if you get caught, you actually get thrown in jail for second-degree terrorism. Yes. And second-degree degree terrorism is a crime that is punished with years and years yeah. of prison. Actually, your life is over at that yeah. point, right? 15 years, 17 Can years. Can be up to 15 years, yeah. 17 years in some cases. So Uyghur people in, in Xinjiang don't know about what Pompeo said. No. Right? You'd have to use a VPN to see that news. Yeah, because it's blocked. All that yeah. was completely wiped off the Chinese internet. Correct. I you mean, know? obviously, they don't want Chinese people to be reading about the Uyghur genocide camps and Mike Pompeo talking about it, no. right? So that was wiped out. So there is no way that, you know, these Uyghur people knew about this, or if they did, they wouldn't have any sort of, like, lens to see this through, right? Sure. So this thousands of videos saying, Mike Pompeo, shut up, I saw your news, I hate you, yeah. is just such... Radical bullshit, yeah. right? So there's more, there's tons of examples. Yeah, here. let's have a look at a few more. 大家好，我叫安曼古丽。作为一名新掌在新疆的维吾尔族人，最近看新闻，我听到朋友说新疆的维吾尔族群众被压迫、自由被限制等荒谬言论。我又在网上看到了蓬佩奥对新疆的臭
。新疆的经济发展取得了前所未有的成就，人民的生活也得到了明显的改善。宝贝儿，嗯，你幸福吗？当然幸福啦。蓬佩奥，你编织的弥天大谎，只能印证你的险恶用心以及低劣的人品。等待你的将是历史公正的审判和清算。Look at the family photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, you—you you just not even unwrapped yet. The this contrived nonsense where he has to be like, oh, look, I'm sitting here with my daughter, and we can play with games and stuff because we're rich or yeah. we're wealthy now. I love the line. Xinjiang's unprecedented success. I、yeah. mean, it's the kind of you would never. This is not a net. I mean, I don't have to explain this to you. This is the most robotic, scripted thing. And then they have to throw a child into it. It's super、yeah. gross, right? Yeah. They make him say to his daughter, "Are you Are you happy? Are you seeing full? Darren is seeing full. Yeah. Gross. Super、mm. bad propaganda, right? This was coming up unprecedentedly. And when I saw it, I said, "I have to cover this. I have to. I have to put this out there." Sure. And that was again this super rushed bandage. You can see what China does, like、yeah. the Chinese government does when they are faced with disaster. Like、mm -hmm. for example, right now these leaked documents that we're about to get, you know, yeah, they're just they're calling it fake news. They they don't know what to do. They're freaking、yeah. out. This is a symptom of what they do when faced with proof、yeah. that something horrible is happening. Yeah, you know, they do whataboutism and then they also just deny. But like like we've said in the past with this particular, you can see the family photo there is in a new photo frame that still has the packaging on it.、Yeah. This is very rushed, and they just yeah. Did a whole lot of these things, which are obviously set up, not、right. these people's real homes. You know, just、right. like use these model apartments. We're going to quickly decorate it. Let's、Correct. film. You know,、right. that kind of nonsense. Anyway, let's carry on.、There's、more, yeah. Yeah. 最近在网上看到冯皮尔对新疆的一些不实之词，我听到特别生气。Again, they got like a university student. Like, oh, I'm so angry about what I saw online that Pompeo said. Yeah, and there was, you know, it's interesting. There was actually like a progression of how this worked.、Mm -hmm. In the beginning, they didn't say things like "I saw it online." They would just be like, "I heard what Pompeo、yeah. said." Then later, when I did like expose stuff or other people as well did expose stuff about this, and then they were like, "Oh, they have to have a way that they saw."、It. Okay, they saw it online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Then、yeah. they even okay. Another.、Yeah. This is another progression. We actually had a hand in this.、Mm -hmm. um, we we pointed out that they're only getting these. Uyghur people to speak Mandarin Chinese, which is、yes. the allegation is that they're being forced to get rid of their language,、mm. right? And that's been a constant thing. They did this in Mongol, Inner Mongolia. They do、yeah. this in any minority region. Dude, I mean, like if, when I went into government buildings、yeah. in China, they would have on the wall big placards that say you must speak Putonghua. You may not speak all universities、yeah. as well. Exactly.、Yeah. So it's kind of a thing. Like you're in China, you have to speak Mandarin. Yeah. Like you know, in in pretty much any situation that's official and so on and so forth. Right. So.、Mm. What's interesting here is that they started getting Uyghurs to speak Uyghur instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, we all live together like pomegranate seeds in harmony. Yeah, so this is a old and very, very widespread、uh, piece of propaganda you'll find in Xinjiang, and、yeah. it's、uh, CCP, it's Chinese government propaganda. What、sure. what it is is that all minorities like live peacefully and happily together, like the seeds of a pomegranate.
Yeah. And it, what that means is that all minorities and stuff are harmonious together. And that's it's because of the government. Sure. We provide all these social programs, these benefits. Look at all the minorities on that poster cheering together because they're all so proud to be Chinese. Right. Yeah. And what you were seeing was it got so lazy in this propaganda that they were verbatim using that propaganda in their propaganda to try to make YouTube videos. By the way, which Uyghur people don't go on YouTube. No, they're, they not, they're they, not allowed to. They're not allowed. You go it's to jail. Crime, yeah, right? you go to jail. So we started seeing massive holes, like like glacial size holes in this propaganda, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was just uh, like one or two more. I just wanted to drive home. They they took uh, you know the student, the child element, which is always an important. Thing. Yeah, they they do that a lot. Okay. So here they got a, a little Uyghur boy who's fully, you know, been through the Han education system. Right. He's the, like the model student, right? Mm -hmm. And talk. This kid has no idea what Pompeo is. No, right? of course not. <laughs> no. Anyway, what yes. does he say? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, give us a second. We'll be getting into that. So, yeah, just, just yeah. There, there is a progression. There was okay. a progression in this propaganda, and it was a huge mistake for China to put this stuff out because it caught the attention of people like us. Yeah. Caught the, it eventually caught the attention of mass media. It took a little while. <laughs> yeah. But they started to pick up on it. And then all of a sudden, more and more people were speaking out because yeah. it became such a glaring issue. And this is the issue with China. When they try to cover something up, they really should be leaving it alone because mm. there will be less attention on it. But when you put out thousands and thousands of videos within weeks of each other, yeah. of these forced confessions and stuff, it gets people's attention. It becomes like a like a drama. Yeah. People are like, what, what the hell? Something really horrible must be going Absolutely. on there, right? And it turns out it is. It is. And here's the thing, right? So we see the allegations get out there. Yeah. Then we see them start to run defense yeah. by putting out all these, you know, we're just happy Uyghurs. How, how dare you say that we are not living a happy life, you know? That didn't really work. So it then, didn't. It backfired. Yeah. They decided they'd bring in the foreign, you know, Well, let me tell you squad. why. Let me tell you why they brought in foreigners. Yeah. When I say foreigners, I mean Westerners, right? Yes, yes, Westerners. So when they did the forced confession thing that I covered, mm -hmm. the reason it backfired is because it looks so forced, right? Sure. But if you, you know, then the allegations came. If there's no genocide in China, then why don't you let independent investigators in Xinjiang sure. to go look at it, right? Yeah. And they're like, screw you, you know, five eyes. Well, re remember, they wouldn't, allow, no. they wouldn't allow any investigators to go and look. And right. they still haven't to this day. No, in fact, the UN, it's not even even an investigation, but the UN visit is happening right now. And it's very timely with what's been leaked. But yeah. before we get to the leak, what I want to say was that what their next course of action was... Well, we have a bunch of foreigners that we, you know, pay slash are, you know, we influence here that live in China. Westerners, mm -hmm. Canadians, Americans, yeah. you know, British people, Kiwis. Yeah. They live here. And what if we just get them to go to our Potemkin village, you know, tourist areas in Xinjiang, and then it'll placate people that are making allegations yeah. like, why don't you let anyone in there? Yeah. Right. Well, we'll let some of them there. We'll guide them with multiple minders. Yes. And then people will say, oh, see, there are foreigners there and they, they investigated. Yeah, right? that's that was their whole thing mm -hmm. is that they thought that they could get rid of this pressure because the foreign shills weren't being invited to go there. Not yeah. for the longest time. For, for you newbies out there, the foreign yeah. shills are people that work on behalf of the Chinese government to run defense 
or China's human rights abuses. Yeah, and right. also just to do Promote, fluff yeah. pieces yeah, and show how sure. amazing China's infrastructure is or how much better China is than the West or, you know, oh, the Belt and Road Initiative is great or, you know, that kind of stuff. Look at the high-speed rails. Yeah. That's kind of the job. They get paid to do these promotional trips and sometimes... Sure. Honestly, sometimes it's harmless. Sometimes they get sent to a tourist spot to show how nice the tourist spot sure. is. But at the same time, they always talk about like the government initiatives like poverty alleviation or infrastructure. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. They get they yeah. get to do that kind of thing. But you, you had great coverage on this. Yeah, I, I, I like to talk about this a lot because it's like a it's kind of a very immoral soft sure. power thing. Because they, they know do. they know what's happening. Yeah, right. but. It usually isn't a problem if it's just like, come to Sanya, the Hawaii of yeah, China. By the way, look at this lovely high-speed rail that it can take me here and back. I mean, it's cheesy, but it's okay. There's nothing yeah, harmful in sure. that. But what they did when they went to Xinjiang is they helped divert attention away. They helped to whitewash and they helped to deny genocide, which you're going to see right now. Because everybody's been hearing the rumors by now. Everybody knows this is true. Everyone's seen those... You know, drone footage of all the locked up Uyghurs yeah. in the in the parking lot or whatever it was. You know, everyone's seen the pictures of the people in, ter- in the internment camps. Yeah, and the camps themselves. Yeah. People have seen the BBC documentary right. that did that thing with the dancing Uyghurs. Right. And everybody knows by now something's up. Yeah. Okay. The forced labor accusations are out yeah. there. The, the cotton picking thing is going on. Everybody now is talking about Xinjiang. The Chinese government will not allow any foreign independent investigators in. So then they call up the foreign shills. And this is very important. We're going to play out a little bit of what they did. And then we're going to discuss what's going on. And we're going to intersplice some of the leaked photos and discuss yeah. what's going on with this. This okay. is where the leak starts. Okay, so we'll start with the, the drunken Canadian over here. Okay. Yes, I brought the center. I'm loving it. You know what I mean? This is, this is the giant province. This is Xinjiang Autonomous Region. This is supposed to be a place where people are suppressed and oppressed. I don't get it. Look behind me. Who the hell makes up these lies? Now, yeah, before we get into this part over here, we have to first explain what was going on there. All of the the compromised influences went on these trips, these very guided trips to a few different places. I called it the Xinjiang Genocide Theme Park, mm. where they went to the Urumqi Grand Bazaar, they went to Kashgar, it's ancient these, city. Tick, they tick yeah. off these places where yeah. they're fully controlled by the Chinese yeah. government. And then like now, where you can see the drunken Canadians in, in the Hotan Night Market. Night market yeah. Okay, and what that is, is it's just, they've got a venue set up there for tourists, mm-hmm. okay? You go in there and you can sample local foods, as well as just normal foods, you can have a drink and you can watch some Uyghurs dance on stage. They do like a performance. Now, I just have to point out that this is the laziest crap ever. This guy saying, look behind me, okay? least like, oh, look, it's great. I don't get it. Look behind me. Who the hell makes up these lies? Okay, first of all, the people behind him there are not Uyghurs. 
This is an entertainment venue and you will get Han people go to this, tourists go to this. So people coming from outside of Xinjiang and also people local will go there as well because it's kind of a nice vibey place to go. So the people that you see in the background here are not Uyghur people. He's no. using them as an it's example. It's super patronizing. It's, yeah. it's the Han people going to look at the, the zoo. Yeah, but I mean, the, the point that he's like, look behind yeah, me, yeah. who makes up these lies? But he's, there aren't any, any no. Uyghurs there. No. He's like, look it's, at the Han. drunk Han people. He's like, he's, look at the oppressors enjoying yeah. themselves yes, here. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's lazy. It's stupid. And none of these guys seem to know what's going on. And a lot of them obviously can't tell the difference between Han people, Chinese majority, and Uyghurs. Because those people sitting at the tables and those people there are the Han majority. Correct. Anyway, let's look at this first um, leaked uh, so document. We're going to go through this, but there were over three thousand leaked documents, so we're yeah. going to we're going to go through that in depth. Not this is everyone, the obviously. tip of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg. But look at this. This kid. Okay, this kid was seventeen. Yeah. Right. He got sent to the industrial park for re-education. And why? Re-education, by the way, is locked with guards, and we're going to show you the most disturbing leaked documents that you've seen. Um, that illustrate what happens when people want to get out of these camps, mm -hmm, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is not a, a work camp. Yeah. Right. This, this is, is not like, let's go learn a language. This is watchtowers with guns pointed at you camp. Right? Sure. The 17-year-old boy, he went to the re-education camp because he studied some scripture. Yeah. He studied scripture. So again, religious persecution. Yeah. Right. With somebody else who they also detained yeah. there, which they said uh, for 15 days he studied scripture with somebody else. Right. And so he went to re-education camp. They got his blood type there. You know, some of the files here are fairly incomplete, but a lot of them are complete, which have like their sentence length and all that. Yeah, but I, some of these. you know, there, a lot of these are kids. Yeah. Right. Keep going. Mm. Yeah, let's keep going. Look at, the, look at what the people are eating here. Okay, now the reason we're showing this same stupid drunken Canadian. We'll get we'll get on to some others later. But he's like, look at the people here. They're eating. Those are all Han people, okay? But he's showing it as if it's like, look, these are Uyghur people and they're free. Yes. Because that's the the overall that's, tone that's of why what he's, he's saying. There. Yeah. But they're not Uyghur people. Those are the the majority Han people. You know. Anyway, let's get back to it. You know, deer in the headlights. But that happens. You know, it's the way it is. They drink beer here. Lots of it. They've got entertainment. They've got food. They've got beer. This is okay. So, and again, I tell you, this is in Xinjiang province. This is not what you would expect from people that are oppressed and suppressed. Like seriously, look at this. Do these people look like they're having a rough time? Well, yeah. This, you know, this girl certainly looks like she's having a rough time. Um, uh, can I, before we even sure. talk about it, can I just talk about the fact that the Xinjiang minority are Muslim? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This, the, that, the, the drunken Canadians walking around saying like how great it is that everyone's drinking beer and stuff. That's against the Muslim religion to drink alcohol. You know what's interesting? What? It's actually against the government to not drink alcohol. Yeah. The Chinese government says abstaining from alcohol is extremism, or at least the road to extremism. So mm. what they're celebrating is all these Han people that are openly drinking alcohol in a Muslim region. Yeah. It's right? kind of like, well, we're just going to disrespect the living daylights out of you and your yes. religion because we want to wipe it out. Yes. They're so selling pork. We're, 
yeah, we're going to set this this little food hole open for everyone to come watch some Uyghurs dance where everyone's going to drink, you know, and get drunk off of alcohol and watch you and basically and just you disrespect yeah. you in the most the the most way possible, really, yes. the biggest way possible. And, and it again, will be state sanctioned. Yeah. And again, that stupid foreign influencer walking around there saying, look, nobody's oppressed here. Look at it. But those aren't Uyghurs. I have to keep pointing this out. That's not proof. The proof that you're showing the the oppressors, so to speak, I'm not calling those particular people oppressors that were there. They're just having a good time or whatever. But you're showing the Han majority having a good time, watching some Uyghurs dance, getting drunk and eating whatever they're eating over there as proof that Uyghurs aren't in trouble is ridiculous. It's outlandish. Anyway, what is wrong with this uh, girl? Oh, what happened to one her? One of almost 3,000 yeah. you know, leaked, leaked... Remember, uh, we can't show you all, but we are going to show you a couple of these that yeah. we just quickly... Um, you know, isolated for you. Uh, so. so in this category, she was sent to a new internment camp, which was uh, D420, which is apparently the, the code for the camp. Mm -hmm. And um, in this one, she was learning about uh, women. Where she was obviously some sort of lecture she was listening yeah. to, and it was illegal, right? Yes. So anything that's teaching, like, for example, if you listen to uh, Radio Free America yeah. broadcasts or Radio Free Asia or whatever, mm -hmm. or uh, BBC broadcasts yeah. that's talking about Islam, Right, mm -hmm. or you listen to a podcast about how to be a proper Muslim or something like this. Yeah, it, that's that's if you, basically. If terrorism. you read that, she actually was arrested because she was learning that women right. uh, should have shame to let strangers look at you, and so they should wear veils. And her husband right. was encouraging her that she should wear a veil. Right, which is of course, you know, it's a part of the the Muslim religion. Sure. This is something that. Um, you know, whether you think it's ridiculous or not, you shouldn't be thrown in jail for. No, I mean, just like you shouldn't be thrown in jail for not drinking and smoking because yeah. they were throwing people in yeah. jail for that. So this was imprisonment just because she <laughs> yeah. was listening to... Or... Yeah, she got imprisonment. Yeah. She went to jail for a crime that will yeah. ruin her life forever because yeah. she listened to a broadcast about how women should wear veils. Yeah, no, it's because no, it's because somebody's husband told her. It told her. I yeah, mean, that sorry. I mean, women are ashamed. She was women influenced by this. See other strangers as sins. Influence. Yeah, you must also wear veils to keep away from strange men. Yes. And under the instigation of her husband this this person who's another person that they arrested of course right. was influenced by religious extremism okay and wearing a this and a that apparel so again it's just you wanted to study you know your faith well screw you you're Sorry. going to jail yeah to not collect 200 you know tell me yeah. honestly yes honestly here's another one what do we got here? So she was a preliminary sentence, preliminarily sentenced, right? So this yeah. is another sentence as a crime. Yeah. Right? Do you know what her crime was? Illegal study of scriptures. Yeah. Yet again, she's studying her own religion. She goes to jail, mm. right? Yeah. Great. And yes, else. everybody, we are special. These tables are set up just for us. There's wine there, there's treats, and there's going to be a lot of food so we're gonna sit here we're gonna watch the the show and uh we're going to eat drink and be merry now it's very telling because this particular moment he was part of a group there are a bunch of other influences there i think about another um at least another five or six that i can identify you'll see later in the footage and they were all there on the same trip so they got instagrammers they got youtubers they got um various different you know, influences, and they paid for their trip to go out there. They paid them some money. They paid for them to go and stay in nice hotels there. And to, they took them 
to these specific spots. These three specific spots they always take them to. Like I said, they're Rumchi Grand Bazaar, Kashgar Old Town, and they're where you can see the oldest mosque or whatever. They took them then to this hotel night market and, and for this venue, this venue for like dancing and stuff, right? So they get, they allow these people, actually, they promote these people to get liquored up, eat pork, and then force Uyghurs to dance for them. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they set them up in front yeah. row seats because they want them to film this. This yeah. is the whole point. The, only, the, the only reason they're there yeah. is to film the, look how happy the Uyghurs are dancing around, right? Yeah. This is the whole point. So they set them up, give them five-star treatment. Right these foreign influences, so that they can film and tell the entire world, look what a great time we're having. Look right. at how amazing uh, Xinjiang is. Everybody's right. happy here. Look, it's so much fun. You know, we can right. eat and drink and do what we want. Who, what's this genocide? Free, free food and alcohol for promoting a genocide. Yeah. Anyway, let's... Covering uh, it up. Yeah, let's see what else. What do we got here? So this guy, he... Uh, was this... Uh, he got... He was 51 years old. He was detained. So he was arrested yeah. and thrown in jail. Oh, and um, yeah... The reason he wanted to grow a beard. Well, yeah, the first time he was detained, by the way, he is because he went to mosque five times a day. Then yeah. he grew a beard, and he didn't want to sing or dance at uh, weddings and funerals. Right, so they thought that was super suspicious. They're like, "You're going to jail." Maybe what happened was they had some film crews over, and he wasn't he wasn't dancing Could like be. all the other happy Uyghurs, and so they're like, "Well, yep. you're not dancing, Sorry. are you? Crack the whip, you go to jail." So basically. Um, he listened to someone else's persuasion to mm. grow a beard yes. and it was detained. So it looks like he was, he was messed up three times. Right? I mean, do you, you do understand that growing a beard is, well, I mean, for a lot of people, it's a personal fashion choice, but in the Muslim faith, it's, it's religious, yes. right? Growing a beard. China doesn't want that, okay? No. No. And unless you're that old man outside the Kashgar ancient village, by the way, yeah, then you're allowed to because it fits. Because it fits the image yeah. for like the cameras. Yes, but like if you're just your average Uyghur, they don't who's, want you to grow a beard. Yeah, no, don't grow a beard because it shows that you might, you know, be interested in in. If you Islam. guys, you guys have to understand, this is like we're showing you stuff that was leaked in these documents, but there are over a million people in yes. these camps and imprisoned, right? Mm. Out of not that many million Uyghur like I was people saying, in China. Yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. Yes. And the reason being that, um, you know, they've changed the encryption and so on on, yeah. on what they've been doing. So a lot of these, as you can see, it's all from 2018. Yeah, It's that they, far back. Yeah, because they've had to... I can't even imagine what's going on now. I just wanted to throw in a little detail. You know, they yeah. said the beard thing. I saw the chat. Some people are like, how, how could they ban beards? That's absolutely insane. You can't even buy a knife. Without them engraving your information on it. It's a QR code right? on it's there. It's a QR code on there. And then in public places, they have to be attached to like a, like a, with a with lock. With a steel tether. In a steel tether. Right? Yeah. It's no, registered like, to you. You have to understand that. And that's a cooking knife, in, by the way. And you know what? People, that expats living in China will be like, yeah, whatever. I've never seen anything like that. It's regional. Yes. Okay. Just like Shanghai right now is still under heavy lockdown. Doesn't mean that people living in Beijing have the same issues. It's no. different, right? Correct. And you don't know it's happening. That's China's very good at isolating different areas, the Chinese yeah. government, right? So when this crap is going on in Xinjiang, where no, you're not allowed to have a beard, you're not allowed to, you know, have a knife, all this kind of crap. Um, you will be taken away if we catch you praying. Right. That's happening there. Yeah, this okay? is not Beijing. Xinjiang yeah. has the highest imprisonment rate in the world. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, you know, anywhere else in the country, you might see someone with a beard or something and it'll be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, hey, that's fine. Yeah, and they'll be like, what's this? I heard about them not allowing people to have beards. No, it's only in Xinjiang. You're not in Xinjiang. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Anyway, let's continue. So this poor guy got sent away for having a beard. Oh, and look at what's going on over here. I'm telling you. 
I've never seen so many oppressed and suppressed people in my freaking life. Yeah, you haven't seen so many oppressed and suppressed people because you're not near the camps and you're not actually out in public. You're in a freaking tourist destination where they have a, a dance for you and a bunch of Hun people watching the dance. You know, this stupidity and this arrogance and this disgusting behavior by these foreigners really, really gets to me. And that's why I've made it a bit of a thing to go after these guys because I can't stand them getting away with this kind of shit. You know, doing this genocide denial propaganda on behalf of the CCP. While they throw children in jail. Yeah. Which is over here. What, we got a 16-year-old? 16-year-old boy. So this this boy, this mm -hmm. is wild to me. Right, take us okay. out of this. So yeah, let's, let's read it. Yeah. Um, so this boy, he was 16 years old. He uh, basically, with some other kids, stole or smashed into houses. Smashed, yeah. Smashed houses of Han residents, right? Mm -hmm. So Vacant houses. Vacant of houses. houses. So there's empty houses. And by the way, this is alleged, right? Yeah. Allegedly, they went, some kids, think about some naughty teenagers or something, right? right? Went into an empty, some empty houses. So these could be uh, structures being built. Ghost probably town those stuff. like empty yeah. apartments, yeah. But the most important thing, there's two important things. They rounded up mm -hmm. all of his family, 18 members 18 of his family members. for this. They took down his grandmother, his parents, elder brother, three uncles, four aunts, three uh, brothers from church or, or for, for the mosque, yeah. apparently, three cousins and another cousin. And not only this, the most important takeaway from this yeah. is that they highlight in the police report that the houses belong to Han Chinese people. Yes. I think we need to... We need to really focus on that for a minute here, okay? It's not like, oh, this guy vandalized some, this guy and his friends smashed some windows of some vacant houses. No, they dared smash the windows of our Hun supremacy majority, you know, That's the takeaway. Yeah. It's like if the British were still in India and they were like, oh, this Indian dared to damage, you know, a British person's house, his colonial house. Let's round him up and his families. It's that vibe. It really is. It's they dared to vandalize a Hun person's vacant house. And so we're going to take him and his entire family now. Right. You know, and it's hard to say what happened there, yeah. but there's been so much development out there to push Hun people out there. So what I guess what's happened is there's probably just like they build everywhere else, those ghost cities. Oh, there's probably there's plenty there. built a bunch of new developments there and they're sitting there vacant. And these it's guys, I don't know, maybe they built it on top of their playground where they used to play or something. And they're just like, whatever. And they went out and smashed these things. Maybe it was malice. Maybe it was just kids messing about. Who knows what the deal was? We can't say for sure. What we can say for sure is that this guy got sent to re-education because he dared to damage a Hun person's vacant house. But they they got 18 of his family members his, because of him. His grandmother. His grandmother. And you'll see this is a common thread. Mm -hmm. And this is why these leaked documents are so damning is it's not like this person committed terrorism, so we got this guy. Yeah. It's like, we got this guy, by the way, who didn't even commit terrorism. He just used a VPN or did yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we rounded up everyone around him. Yes. Because you'll see this pop up over and over again related to the people that were detained. Uh, around the people that were detained, were in the house of somebody that was yeah, detained. Yeah, was speaking to people who have been previously detained. Right. And it's this North, you know how North Korea does this, it puts yeah. three generations of your family. You're seeing exact similar like security measures uh, in Xinjiang here with the Chinese authorities. This, this is how the Chinese Communist Party operates anyway. If you've ever um, seen what happens to dissidents when they leave China, they always go to harass the, mm -hmm. the person's grandparents and yeah. parents yeah. in China. Yeah. That's how they do it. So they're doing this with the um, the Uyghurs. Correct. Right, let's see what's next. 
never in my life seen so many oppressed and suppressed people ever. Okay, well, I mean, maybe you're starting to see some now, you stupid drunken Canadian. What have we got here? Uh, this is a 60-year-old woman. She was sent in for re-education. Why? Because persons involved category six. Now, this is something I wanted to bring up is we don't know a lot of these codes now. Yeah. And these are probably going to be, this is just released, by the way. Yeah. We're going to see these kind of deciphered because even in the Chinese, when we read these, they're obviously internal codes. Yes. Like that mean other things. But yeah. they're, they're, the age went all the way up to 74 years old. Yeah. They were getting grandmas yeah. that probably have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Again, like that last kid related to someone thrown in re-education or detention. And, and I think it's important for us to point this out because remember the whole supposed reason behind this is to stop extremism. Yeah. Why are we seeing tiny children and elderly people? Yeah, for like example, elderly you know that boy? Women. Yeah. That, that boy, he was actually 14 when yeah. he was arrested. He was only 16 in, in 2018. Yeah. He was 14. And that wasn't for religious extremism. No, because he it, smashed a window. It's for vandalism. Yeah. Right? But they rounded up 18 of his family members, including an old lady. Now, I mean... And I know the Chinese, uh, the way Chinese society operates. And when you've got naughty kids doing naughty stuff, usually the parents have to apologize and pay compensation. Mm. That's usually what happens throughout, doesn't matter, throughout China. So if you've got a 14-year-old boy goes and damages someone's house or damages their vehicle or whatever, there's usually a big brouhaha about who has to pay what. But the parents are the ones that are called in to pay for that. Correct. They're not sent to a freaking re-education camp. But if you're in Xinjiang and you're a Uyghur... You don't get to pay a fine or get to pay compensation. You get sent to re-education. And now if you're a grandmother as well, you get sent to re-education too because you're apparently like a huge threat to the Han majority there. You can see how this works. It's actually, this is why it's being declared a genocide. Yeah. This, is not, this is not like let's sort some people out and give them jobs. This is how to wipe out brainwash and destroy an entire culture. Yeah, it's a cultural genocide, yeah, yeah. you know? Now, one thing that's interesting to note is in a lot of these, because these are kind of mugshot pictures, these 3,000 odd that were released or close to 3,000. Whenever you see a woman in the pictures, you very often in the background will see a female... A Han woman. Like Han, I don't know if she's kind a warden. College, college age. She's wearing gloves because I presume to them it's too dirty to touch these yeah. these poor people over here. But you'll see with the men, though, occasionally you'll see there's like a, an, a dude armed with a baton and a helmet ready to like beat them if they get out of, yeah. uh, out of hand. But the women, for some reason, especially the elderly women, got this Han girl with gloves. And you'll see her more clearly in the other, yeah, yeah. other ones. Anyway, let's continue on. Uh, Guelos, just getting a beer because this is what I do. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be on the job, but my job is drinking beer. Can I get this over? I just about screwed up, and I'm, and I'm live streaming with this beautiful young... Okay, we, we just have to... There's a reason that I included this clip as well. Okay. Is we've talked about Techie Rachel before. You've yeah, talked Ms. about wow, her, yeah. Miss Wow, this this girl over here, and she is a propagandist for China, usually to do with the military hardware. She likes to go and make videos about how China's missiles are Yeah, I, I covered her in depth. She yeah. basically goes and says, look at how amazing the new J-20 fighter jet is from China. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's also probably a good thing to point out that the drunken Canadians being incredibly disrespectful to Uyghurs by drinking and getting horribly drunk. I mean, to be fair, the entire setup here, set up by the Chinese government, by the way, yeah. is 
They yeah. have baijiu, which is Chinese yep. hard liquor. The entire thing is disrespectful and a slap in the face. You yeah. wouldn't walk into a Catholic church wearing uh, corpse paint and a pentagram, right? Yeah, unless, yeah, unless you're like you're an a, edgelord goth. Uh, yeah, or you're just a being, a being, being a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't do that, but that's <laughs> yeah. what this is. Yeah, right? that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, I mean, there it is. You can see all the, the hard tack in the background. You know, you can see... Uh, I cut out the it's pots. He's walking past the food stalls. They're selling pork and, you yeah, know... Yeah, pork pig's feet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the can, most disrespectful shit you've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, the reason why you're seeing this clip is just to show that th- this was part of a big propaganda effort. They've got yeah, this. Yeah, she's a CCP employee. You've got a CCP propagandist who does weapons technology propaganda, yeah. who has like 2 million Facebook followers. Yeah. Okay. By the we, way, and almost no interaction with her. Of course, it's all bots. It's bots. But, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, the fact of the matter is we just had to show that. So yeah. here we go. Why do they call you Miss Well? Is it because um, you're beautiful? Um, oh, thank you. Because I keep surprising people. <laughs> you keep surprising people? Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you. Is it? Look at him. Could life get any better? Not for this guy. By the way, that creepy old drunk hitting on the young girls makes me kind of sick. Yeah, well, anyway. what do you expect? Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not that character. How about this this boy who seems rather teared up? Yeah, so this guy, he was 18 in, in 2018, so quite possibly much younger when he was re-educated. And um, why? Because he was a relative of a detainee. And yeah. yet again, this was... A, Winston and I were going through this for hours. Hours and hours, eat like all these people, and looking yeah. at what their crimes were. And a huge, huge chunk of them are just being relatives or associates like, I'm not even talking about, like, working together. Just people that know people yeah. that were detained. Well, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm thinking of the logic behind this from the Chinese government's point of view. They're probably like, his father is into some extremism stuff or is into reading the scriptures or whatever. So he Whatever must they too. come up with. He yeah. has a beard. So because he's related and he's his son, he's probably doing it too. So we right. may as well just send him into the... Let's the, throw him in there. And I think we have to realize that the, the emotional impact behind this is terrible. Yeah, you think about it. You get you go ahead. Yeah, it's just like you're you're taking people's families and you're tearing them apart. They've been taking fathers away from uh, mothers. They've been taking fathers away from children. It's an awful, awful situation. They've been taking children away, putting you know, it's they're tearing families apart with no proper reason and there's no recourse. If the Chinese government comes along and says, you know what, we heard that you were listening to a podcast, right? And that's you don't get a trial. Yeah, that's not like yeah. screw you. You're coming with us right now. And they take them away, and you don't know what's going to happen. No. Why do you think you keep seeing Uyghur people across the world crying and saying, "I haven't yeah. seen my father for like five years. I don't know what happened to." Because they don't know what happened to them. They get taken away sometimes to never return. We were on the phone the other day on Skype on yeah. a video call with a Uyghur, and she hasn't seen her family, but she knows exactly what happened because the Chinese government contacted her to say what was going to happen showed her her family and she was of course crying it's hard not to get super choked up because you don't know if you're gonna see them again yeah they when they take you away you're gone so you look at this little boy right yeah and you can see he's crying obviously Mm -hmm. they've taken him probably from his home ripped his dad away yeah separated from his brothers and mom and, and sisters right yeah and then thrown him, by the way, this white wall that you keep seeing is in the jail. Yeah, we've right? got, we'll, we'll show pictures of that in a minute. And of course these people are going to be upset because you don't know what the hell just happened. Yeah. It's a blindside and it's yeah. super messed up. And there's, no one's got your back. No one. That's Absolutely no one. No one's you got your back. You can't do anything. The international 
anyone in the, in the international press or anything tries to talk about this and they get shut down by a million tankies and and screwed up people who've got business interests in China. You've got yeah. H&M and all those big companies that, you know, they're being used for forced labor. They're using the Uyghurs for forced labor for these people. But because they've got so many business interests, they keep quiet about it and they don't criticize China and they kowtow. And these people are really having a terrible, terrible time here. H&M is one of the companies that came under fire for, for standing up. Yeah, for standing up. But then, yeah. then they kind of but backed they down said, because yeah. they got boycotted and yeah. stuff. And that's yeah. how the Chinese government brings people to heal. Right. You know? Correct. Anyway, let's see what con- how this continues. He made great videos out of yeah. And you wonder, do they sell alcohol here? But yes, great love out there. So I gotta go, go sit down now. So- yeah, you do have to go sit down now. Now, I mean, the thing is, I just want to point out again how absurd this whole idea of sending these foreigners in to do genocide denial propaganda is. Um, and I, I had a chat. In fact, let me play this little clip so that I can, I can be fair about this, okay? I want you to take a look at this quickly. Uh, uh, like, they were also dancing, have a lot of fun. I mean, right. so much oppression, right? You know what these Middle Eastern uh, like areas do really well? Mm-hmm. Coffee. All right. So now I, I want to be fair here because I quite often rag on our friend here, the floppy hat vegetable lord. But, you know, he tried his best to avoid the genocide denial, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so- and you can see Li Jingjing, if you're not familiar with her, she works for CGTN. She's a, a state she's, media reporter. Yeah. She's part of the... Yeah, she's a propagandist. She runs up and her... She was doing... This is a separate trip, by the way, from the one we saw earlier. But her po- whole point here is to try and do genocide denial. Yes. Okay, that's what she's doing. That's the reason behind this trip, going to see Happy Uyghurs dancing. And you can hear her say that. Uh, like, they were also dancing, have a lot of fun. I mean, right, so much oppression, right? See, so much oppression, right? Again, it's that whole... Facetious. It's that there's no oppression here. See, look, people are dancing and having fun. And in, you know, floppy head vegetable lord's defense, he immediately tried to change the subject to say, you know what? Nobody wants to be tied yeah. to that. He's like, I, I get it. do you know what's really good around here? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. You know, because he didn't like go, yeah, you're right. No, you should. And, so and, prop, and props, props to him. Props. props. But I did have a discussion with him on Twitter the other day, and it's something that I, I really have to just recount here is that um, people like him went along with this genocide denial squad, okay? He tried his best not to get involved, but the fact that he went along with it was the bad idea because he was used in in state propaganda to show that everything is okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, here's a foreigner looking at the Uyghurs dancing, so that means the Uyghurs are happy, whether he said that or not. Right. And he said to me, um, you know, why should he not go there there are cultures to see and you know people living their lives and why should he not be able to go and show that part of it and my rebuttal to that was during the concentration camps in well concentration camp in Auschwitz right in Poland while that was going on there were still grandmas making Polish sausage there were still people doing their tapestries there were still Still people people playing in the park yeah you could go into Poland into Auschwitz and you could go around and see the lovely parts of Polish culture that were going on in the area. No big deal, right? You could have done what you want. Look how great Auschwitz is because of this and this and this. But the fact that there was a camp there and the rumors were out there and you kind of knew what was going on, 
means you should not have gone there. Correct. It's not the time to do that. It's not the time to go look at Uyghur culture when you've got these concentration camps and this this. So that's my biggest issue I have with uh, this this gentleman in particular. But I did want to point out that he did not go out there and say like, "There's no genocide." Right. right. Unlike, Even though he was like some of them. Yeah. Unlike some of them, like the the drunken Canadian. And once again, just to show you that that's that's the motivation behind this. Here we have the Chinese state, state media. Employee. Employee coming up. Uh, like they were also dancing, have a lot of fun. I mean, you're so much oppression, right? You know what these Middle Eastern uh, like areas yeah. do really well? Mm-hmm. Coffee. He's like, Jing Jing is so fucked. Up. She's she's ter- she's a wrangler. Yeah. For all well, these guys. She's a handler. Yeah, she's right. a handler. Yeah. Um, so much oppression, right? Yeah, there is a lot of oppression. But just because you're in a freaking tourist market, you don't see it. And this is what annoys me the most out of all of this crap. Yeah. Go to Disneyland in the States. Go to Universal Studios. There's no homeless drug problem yeah, in LA not... if you went to Disneyland. Yeah, dude, you go in there. It's like, wow, it's great. There's Mickey Mouse dancing around like a, I don't know what. But you're like, wow, this is fantastic. Look, there's a roller coaster. Yeah, we got I can to, buy yeah. snacks. For us, we go to uh, freaking Knobles and we ride an old wooden roller coaster. Yeah. And we're riding around and we're eating cotton candy and all these old treats, you know, in this yeah. light, per- picturesque little town, right? Mm. It has nothing to do with what's happening on the streets of Philadelphia. No. Right? No. <laughs> it's like... The, the homeless you, you, issues, yeah. the, you know, the, the prison problems yeah. that you have in the United States, the fact that they tax you so bloody much yes. and your freaking health care costs you so much. Yes. I mean, you know, those are real issues. But the issues about police brutality, whatever. You can pick any anything. anything. Uh, I don't know, like bombing of Middle Eastern countries. Sure. Anything, any problem that the America has, you will not find in Disneyland no. or wherever. wherever. Yeah. Grand Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> <Sure>. whatever, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're just not going to find it there. Sure. You're not going to find it when you go somewhere like nice. No. And you're not going to find detained Uyghurs in concentration camps if you go to a bloody street where they sell carpets, <laughs> right? Which right. I hate, by the way. Right. I really hated that whole Persian. My mother loves those like carpets oh, okay. and shit. I hate that. It's stuff. another story. For yeah, another time. another time. But I'm just saying, you're not gonna find it there. No. So this state reporter coming see, there's no oppression, right? Of course, there's no freaking <laughs> oppression on your damn carpet street. Right. Okay. Let's this move on. This is a leaked photo, by the yeah, way. Yeah, this is one of the leaked photos. Now, um, remember, we were saying occasionally you will see there's uh, guards. Here's one. You can see yeah, so behind. you see that white grayish wall? Yeah. This is in the prison. Yeah. Right. So this is, they have the, the male guard here. They just actually put them up against any wall. You'll see because there's multiple yeah, ones. Yeah. But they're any, in the, like, blank they're wall. In the yeah. camps. Yeah, they're in the camps. Um, and there you can see the guy with the baton and his ID and, you know, this is not made up. Yeah. Let's move on. Detained for re-education. So this is another uh, leaked photo inside a camp. Yeah. Um, as you can see, by the way, you have the... Um, this is inside of a police station, it looks like, actually. Mm-hmm. You have uh, weaker people that are employed by the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, they do this for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's better and it's easier for them to get locals to be able to round up potential sure. criminals in their sure. mind because they speak the language mm-hmm. and they can integrate amongst the populace to try to find leaks or moles and things like this, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of the CCP you know, officials slash police. They are, in fact, weaker people. Yeah. Anyway, they round them up. Um, oftentimes shave their heads. Uh, you saw that in the drone footage, in the you know the, the detention camp footage where they're blindfolded and shaved. Yeah. Um, let's keep going. I mean, they, they shave their heads. They obviously shave their beards too. Yes, of course. You know. Um, 
here you can see this is also from the leaked photos. And I think it's kind of important. I'll get us out of there. Where you can see how they put hoods on them and shackles. Yes, and that's actually in a document I'll read to you in a minute. Yeah. And they force them to crouch down. This is what they do with criminals in China. And I guess it's a way to control them so they can't run or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like it's a little excessive to have how many police there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that I can kind of eight, make uh, up. Eight on screen. Yeah, eight on screen with batons and riot shields and whatever else mm -hmm. for two dudes that are shackled up with hoods on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a bit excessive. No shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we've also seen over here, you can see the military are involved as well. Yeah. Okay. And you'll have Han, Han people in there as well. Yeah. Though. Those are the Han PLA over there, you know, with their automatic uh, weapons, which, you know, that's the Chinese equivalent of, a, you know, um, whatever yeah. you call it, AR-15, M4, actually, because it's a military M4, one. So. But it's it's a bullpup design, and it fires its own kind of round, but that's the proper PLA military gun. So that's, like, the proper army. So they have the army in there with guns, just and in one, case. one victim, or is it I think two? it's the same. I think oh, it's okay. the two, gotcha. two it's over like there. I mean, you need how many cops with batons, riot shields, and, and armed... The army. Oh, well, we know. We were in a hotel room yes. with those same guns pointed at yeah. us with the SWAT team yeah, in the PLA. Yeah. They just, it's overkill. Yeah. Because this, um, apparently this hooded, shackled man on the floor, those two hooded, shackled men on the floor there are more powerful than the army and the police combined. Correct. Correct. What is it? It's like a Marvel superhero movie or something here where they, right. you know, there's some superhuman under there. Anyway, right. it's just ridiculous to see this. Okay, now I wanted to show a little bit more of the, the whole foreign um, influencer propaganda, the, the whole genocide denial propaganda, just to show you again how ridiculous this is. So take a look here. My friends, I highly doubt. Just for my first day here in Xinjiang, I highly doubt that all this false claims, claims about genocide against the Uyghurs. Um, I, I have to talk about this very quickly. Now, I don't know if you've seen my video about this. It's called Moron Exposes the Chinese Government. But whatever the case, again, this is the Urumqi Grand Bazaar, which is literally a tourist site for Han people to go. If you look behind this, this turd over here, you will see those are not Uyghur people. No. Those are Han people, Han majority people. You can tell. Remember, Uyghur people are very... Um, striking in their appearance compared to Chinese people. They're very different. You can tell them 100% uh, apart from Chinese people because they, like we've shown you before, they have very different features, mm -hmm. usually different hair color as well, different mm -hmm. eye color, all yep. that kind of thing. He's walking around in a tourist site saying, look, there's no genocide here because the Hun people are walking around shopping. In the capital. Yeah, in the capital in a tourist site. Yeah. The sloppiness of this propaganda that they did is just off the wall. That's insane. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Listen, it's, it's absolutely not true. It is true. And there's proof. Lots of proof. Here's the proof. Again, he uses a sidewalk with Hun people walking over a sidewalk, which, by the way, um, that other side of the sidewalk is still the Grand Bazaar. Yeah. It's like in two sections. So yeah. you walk over that sidewalk, I mean, through that crosswalk. That's where he was allowed with yeah. his minders. He's only allowed right. within the tourist area. So it's like... A thousand, a thousand miles from a camp. Yeah. 
Literally. <laughs> I, 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 I mapped yeah. it out. It'll take 15 hours to drive from there right. to one of the nearest camps. Right. But no, this is proof that there's no genocide in Xinjiang. Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous crap. The Uyghur people over here are really at peace, man. But when you walk past them with a camera like what I do right now, they kind of look at you weird because there's so many damage done by Western media in this beautiful area that these people don't really like it. If Now, I want you to pay attention to these people in the background. Pay no mind to the compromised influencer. He's not of any importance. Look here. Notice these faces, because they turn up again and again. I suppose I need to tell you where this guy is. This is the Urumqi Grand Bazaar. It's an international tourist attraction. It's kind of akin to Disneyland. See, there they come up again. I mean, it's just there for tourist tat. You can buy stuff, and they've got a food hall, and they've got all this stuff you can try out. And this is actually the first stop on any genocide denial tour. I've spoken about it in the past. Here you see the uh, minders again. These are minders. They're following him around because they're the ones who took him there. They're following him around and making sure that he doesn't go off the beaten path, talk to anyone that he's not supposed to talk to, or do anything that he's not supposed to do. You see, they tried to portray people like this guy as being sort of independent and walking around and just having a, a natural experience in Xinjiang. However, as you can see, because this guy in particular is very sloppy, you can see the news crews in the background here that are busy filming him and taking photos for the local press. And you can see his minders that are constantly there. You can see the same people turning up and following him and watching his every move. Now, this international tourist attraction, this Urumqi Grand Bazaar, is divided into a couple of areas. It's actually not that big. He's walking around in circles. But, never mind the fact that the government minders keep popping up because they're going everywhere with him, I want you to pay attention to this road that runs in between the two sections of the Grand Bazaar. There's a double walkway that I want you to pay attention to over there specifically. Again, same people keep popping up because they're watching his every move. But this double walkway that he in the beginning pointed out as proof that there's no genocide links the one side of the bazaar to the other. So he hasn't even left the tourist site, and he won't. Me being here, only one, a few hours so far, and seeing this, happy people, and a well-operating city, I really highly doubt that those claims are true. <laughs> I am convinced that it's not true. Well, I mean, how about this then? How about this? This is somebody who um, <clears throat> is uh, not being oppressed or, you know, not being anything happening to her. What's going on with her? Uh, she was thrown into re-education when she was 14 years old. Okay, and why? We don't, we don't know. We don't All know right. why. But uh, I'm assuming it has something to do with her school. Just because yeah. it mentions students, but a lot of these are not not clear reasons. But re-education for a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, I, I, nice. Yeah, brilliant. Great, great, brilliant. Fantastic. These guys really have no soul. These these other guys. You know, how about this? Somebody else. What What well, did she do? 
this uh, this young lady, she was intern. She was thrown probably internment. We're looking at jail time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, gathering a crowd to disturb social order. Now you might think of that think of that from a Western lens and be like, oh, it's like some sort of protest or something like that. Yeah. Gathering a, cl- a crowd to disturb social order in Chinese definition is anything. It's anything. It's anything they want. You can get into trouble for any kind of a crowd yeah. in China. In fact, because. And this, I think, happened after the whole 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. I think that's one of the main reasons to kick it off. And the Falun Gong issue when they used to gather in groups, they made it illegal to gather in a crowd. Yes. So I remember myself causing a ruckus when I um, was giving food and sitting and drinking with a beggar in Shenzhen. Yeah. And this massive crowd formed around. The police were there almost in an instant to break it up and see what was going on because forming a crowd... They're worried about mobs gathering together to like riot against yep. the government or whatever Correct. it is, right? So any kind of big crowd is is it's illegal. A, it's, to be honest, it's most likely an excuse yeah. to get someone. Sure. It's like spreading rumors is, mm. is a crime. Sure. You can you can do that for like having a chat online. Mm. Not even spreading a rumor. They can use that law. Yeah. Let's see what, what pops up next. These are all part of the leak, by the way. Yeah, the, of course. These are the new um, leaked photos. So one thing I do want to point out about this is that this is 3,000 people out of a million, right? Yeah. So it's a, just a drop in the bucket. It's a tip of the iceberg. And these are the older older files. You can see by the dates. Yes. But it's even this is only from a tiny little part of the province of Xinjiang. Yes. Only a tiny little slice. So you can understand how, how unbelievably uh, prolific this is. Xinjiang is massive. Right. Massive, massive, massive. And like, yeah, like you said, just from a small part. This young boy was, uh, you know, God knows when he was. Mm-hmm. In 2018, he was only 19, so yeah. it was it was prior to that. Suspected of illegal departure, so he was someone that was involved in people that were crossing a border or going somewhere illegally. Now, keep in yeah. mind, Uyghur people, according to the Chinese government, do not have the do not have the same travel privileges as other Han Chinese people. So you see a lot of apologists talking about this. They're like, well, if they couldn't leave, then how did some of these people get out? Yeah. Right? People in Xinjiang, other than Han people, do not enjoy the same travel freedoms as Han people. No, they don't. That's why you don't get like Uyghur tourists all over the place. No, you, otherwise you'd see a lot of them, right? And you would see a shit ton of refugees. That's true. You know. Unfortunately, the security apparatus means that there's one camera for every two people in the entire country. Probably twice as many in Xinjiang, by sure. the way. Yeah. And it is almost impossible to get travel. Out. Is incredibly restricted within yeah. within Xinjiang itself never mind like anywhere near the borders there um so this poor and, guy tried to get out yeah this is the biggest thing because a lot of the tankies and the people that uh i don't know cheer on the chinese government they always have that excuse they're like well if it's so bad why don't you see a whole lot of refugees the reason is they're not allowed to leave in fact right now because of the covid lockdowns chinese people aren't allowed to leave Correct. so that's the thing it's always easy to say, oh, yeah, what about X, Y, Z? When it happens elsewhere in China, you get to finally see what the yes. Chinese government is capable of. When they lock everybody down in their houses in Shanghai for 60 plus a days. first world city. Yeah. And the richest people in China who live in, in Shanghai, if they can get locked down, if the foreigners can get locked down, if everybody can get locked down in Shanghai, well, guess what? Now you can believe that when they want to lock down the Uyghurs, they lock them down. Because if they can lock you down, if they can prevent you from leaving the country, that's what they've been doing to the Uyghurs for years. Correct. And years. That's a good analogy. Yeah, and finally, finally, I hope some people's eyes are opening. These idiots are like, why don't they just leave if they don't like it? They can't. No. 
Okay. It's impossible. Yeah. 100% impossible. You try to leave. Yeah. You, this is what happens when you try to leave. Look at this poor guy. Yeah. This you get, kid. You get thrown in a freaking re-education camp. So this happens to you. It happens to your neighbor. It happens to your friends. It happens to your family. And you're like, well, that's what happens if you try to leave. You know? Imagine you try to go to, you, you as an American, let's just say, if there's Americans watching. Mm -hmm. You try to go to Canada, right? You go to see a concert up in Canada. Right. You, you get caught by the cops. They deport you back, mm. right? This is what happens. A lot of these countries will be complicit in helping yeah. snatch these people to send yeah. back to and the so you hear You've heard about yeah. this, right? You, now you know why it's such a thing. You go to Canada to see a concert. You go back and you get thrown into a le forced labor re-education mm -hmm. camp because of illegal departure. Here we go, yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. There's no analogy to use. This is a whole hell on earth. It's terrible. Yeah, let's see what's next. It'll come. As far as the Chinese government is concerned, the only thing Uyghurs and Kazakhs and minorities in China do are wear funny clothes and dance because that's all they want to show. Oh, and have big elaborate uh, feasts always laid out on a table. You'll find that in all of these fake propaganda genocide denial uh, videos out there. I want you to pay attention, though, to the minders, the government minders outside the window looking in, not only them looking in from outside, but also in the room, you've got two female government minders, one on her phone in the background and one sitting on the bed. Just pay attention. Ladies and gentlemen, the party is heating up in this ordinary Kazakh house. Woo. That's pretty awesome. Wow, check it out. Wow, ah, they're even moving a table now. Now the party starts, my friends. Let's go! Hey! This is cool. That's a real Kazakh dance. course when yeah before we continue with this um i just wanted again point out this absolute ridiculousness where they took these influences around and set them up in this this fairy tale bullshit idea that oh you know these happy uyghurs and kazakhs and stuff in or Xinjiang. tajiks they took yeah. all the minorities yeah. yeah they just love to dance yeah they, they just love, love dancing and it's so ridiculous it's the most patronizing thing you've ever seen yeah they don't have normal lives they just no. dance for people Oh, here comes the white guy. Get everyone to dance. Yeah. Move the table out of the way. Meanwhile, yeah. the minders, CCP Han Chinese minders in the window, yeah. making sure that nothing goes awry. Yeah, and the minders in the room in too. In the room too, yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's like taking a stereotype and then just amplifying it up. Yes. So I, could, I don't even know what we could compare that to. No. Like, 
You just have I, to, I, uh, I'm struggling to find analogies for this because it's so outlandish. It's kind of like, oh, French people like baguettes, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to a French person's home and all they have are baguettes. Are baguettes and, and they're, they, they're holding they're, them in both of their hands. They're baking baguettes. Yeah, they're yeah. like playing sword fight with baguettes. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're eating baguettes. Yeah. It's just baguettes from the... Because right. that's apparently what French people do. That's and there's, what they, co- there's yeah. armed cops outside yeah, making, making sure they yeah. don't put that baguette down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't just, you dare drop I know, it's terrible. Anyway, this continues a little bit. It's important uh, to show this, to give context again. Yeah, to, to show how they've been trying to run defense. Yeah, and how they've been trying to hide this now, which has been leaked and what people have known have been, has been going on all along. These paid influencers go to these cherry-picked tourist sites to go show everybody that everyone in Xinjiang is happy and you tend to see not only the same places but the same faces all the time, like this old man that they all use as a prop in all of their videos you start to see how despicable it all is. Not only is what the government doing despicable, but the influencers themselves who take part in this genocide denial propaganda, they are even more despicable because they know what's going on. And if they're too dumb or too thick to see what's going on around them, then they have no place trying to tell anyone else about what's going on around them. Here we have someone else. And what was this poor guy's crime? Um, he was teaching people in a mosque. Okay. About a lecture. Yeah. Just detained. Keep going. Yeah, we will keep going and see what comes up. We, we p- just pick some random people off of yeah. this. Again, here's another one of the compromised influences. Now, remember, according to people like him, I'll just play his little clip quickly so we can see. Here it comes. All the West are hoping to do is to destabilize the area of Xinjiang to stop the rise of China. So according to him and many of these other influencers, the whole reason why people are saying there's a genocide going on in Xinjiang or there's anything wrong is because they just want to destabilize uh, Xinjiang and they want to stop the rise of China. Or the military industrial complex wants to have another war. Mm. By the way, there's no war. There's no Western power trying to have a war in Xinjiang. No. So I don't... don't, Anyway, I mean, like, that that's just their their thinking, and this is what the Chinese government is paying these guys or, you know, incentivizing these guys to do. Right. Right? Anyway, let's see what this guy... um, Oh, this guy, was he was just detained a preliminary sentence for listening to lectures. Illegal lectures. Illegally listening to stuff. Broadcast. Okay. You have to put this into context. It's kind of like... I know the government doesn't like these weird fringe things you have in America, like, I don't know, Alex Jones. Sure. Right? I'm pretty sure the government doesn't like that because it's all conspiracies about, like, how the government's bad or all these weird... So imagine you want to listen to Alex Jones because that's your choice. And we're not talking about being banned off of a private company's platform. No, no, we're We're talking talking about... about You you personally listen to it. So you, uh, you know, go on his website or whatever and you listen to his podcast about frogs being gay or whatever, whatever. it is the flavor of the food yeah is and you get arrested you get arrested yeah. for that and for, you for get years yeah you get put in jail because you listen to just listen yeah. to it you didn't participate but now let's take that and take it even less yeah. okay yeah. now you listen to an audio version of the bible yes and now you get taken there away you go. because this that's is more, this is more accurate because this is what's happening is these guys are listening to commentary their, or lectures. Yeah, their lectures, like religious lectures, um, you know, their Muslim Islam lectures. Listen to that and you get taken to jail. 
you can imagine, it's almost like, I think the best analogy would be to listen to, like, for example, if you're a Catholic, you know, Catholic answers, like analysis of your religion, right? What is the answer to the Catholic question? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Catholic answers? Catholic answers like, is just some... What would one of them be? It's like how to uh, talk to people that don't believe in communion. Oh, okay. Right? It's that kind of stuff. It's like answering stuff that Catholics believe in. Right? Okay. What is the what is the church's teaching on stuff? That's what this is. The equivalent is. Yeah. It'd be like listening to a guy in um, in the UK, right, at a famous university, and he is a, he mm. teaches Islam. Yeah. Right? You're listening to his lecture or whatever you know these people. The flavor of the week is that they're listening to, um, explaining their own religion. Right. right. Then somebody rats them out mm -hmm. or through the state security apparatus finds out on their phone. Yeah, because the they can monitor phones. They've got real time. They've got cameras everywhere. Real time, yeah. yeah. So they know what message, who sent it, why, when, where, how, right? Mm. And they know that this poor guy listened to that lecture and now he's going to jail. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, imagine that happens to you. Maybe you're just on your phone and somebody, your friend's like, hey, check this out, you know, and you like yeah. open it up and it's yeah. like, oh, this is interesting. Dung, dung, knocks on the door. You're and going to jail. You know, that sounds like, uh, like, like a fantasy mm. or like a movie, but that's how it works. It yeah. is. It's, yeah. yeah, in Xinjiang, it's terrible. Anyway, let's move on. What do we have next? It's totally normal here. People are nice, doing their job, living their life, are very welcoming. Yeah, it's very normal there because you get to fly down there because of your connections to the Chinese state media and your fancy billionaire father, that guy in particular. Um, and you get to go on a little trip to a farm and all of a sudden, you get to say what's going on in Xinjiang. By the way, while state media is there. Yes. Yeah. So you get to say everything's happy and everything's great here. And you've been there for like 15 minutes. These guys really make me angry yeah. because they really are taking the piss. Right. It's just like I can't suddenly go somewhere in a different country, even here in America. I can't just fly to a city I've never been to and walk around for five minutes and say, like, everyone's happy, everything's everything. great. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, There's not, no issues. Yeah, it's totally that's, fine. That's what this is. And you yeah. can see how patronizing that is. If anyone did that, they like, imagine a YouTuber mm. gets on an airplane, goes to Juneau, Alaska, yeah. right? They've never been there before. Yeah. Gets off the plane for five minutes, takes out a vlog camera, goes, everyone is so happy here. Life is perfect. Yeah. Because that's what's happening here. But it for is. some reason, nobody bats an eyelid when they do that in Xinjiang because that's just those Uyghur people over yeah. there. Right? I mean... We all, we all know, luckily in the States, because of the open press and, well, when you say open, and it's, there's tons of bias and weird stuff going on too, of course. But I know that downtown Detroit is not a great place. Correct. Okay? Because I've heard about it. Right. I've seen it in the news. Right. I've seen it in countless movies. You it's, can go on Google Street yeah, View. It's every, documented. Everybody knows downtown Detroit's not yes. great. But imagine downtown Detroit isn't great, but <laughs> right. the government doesn't want anyone to know that. Sure. So... People like try to leak out stories about how crappy downtown arrested, Detroit is. They get erased. silenced, they get put in jail, whatever yeah. the case. And then to try and prove it, they send someone like me with a camera in there. And I go in there and I'm like, look, downtown Detroit's great. Like You're everyone's so friendly. Wall. Yeah. I get sent specifically to the one area of Detroit that isn't bad. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's great. And I walk around, I'm like, it's actually really nice here, guys. Everyone everyone's is happy. awesome. There's nothing wrong with this. And place. anyone, and meanwhile, behind the scenes, Anyone tries to do anything, they're shut up immediately. Yeah, you have people, you have yeah. like cops around you that are pushing everyone. It's, that's away. the best analogy yeah. I can come up with. Yeah. And yeah. so I say it's great because I don't see anything bad. The government says it's great because they don't want anyone to know that it's bad. And so that's all we get. Right. And the poor people that are escaping and trying to tell you how terrible it is, everyone calls them, you know, 
opportunists or conspiracy theorists yep. or liars yep. or whatever the case. Or paid, like, paid yeah. government, you know, whatever. <clears throat> That's what they do to the weaker dissidents yeah. who escape. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. They have to go through so much sacrifice. Their families get punished. They have to, they have to completely divorce themselves from their families yeah. in order to speak and out. And they have to live with that on their yes. conscience yes. that them speaking out has probably caused either the death or the incarceration or some terrible things to happen to their family. Yeah. That's how much they're willing to speak That's how out. much, how expensive their voice is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So what happened to this uh, young lady? Who knows? She was sent to re-education though. Uh, because of reason 913. We've seen this pop up. We want to yeah. figure this out. We've seen it 913 or 9.13. We're not sure what that is. We're not sure what that is. Could um, be a date. Could be a date. Could be a thing. There was could some, be a penal code. There were some, there were some things in the Chinese section. That we're saying it was the phone shutoff time. Yeah. Which I'm going to just assume, and again, it could be wrong, but it's the time, oftentimes the Chinese government will cut off cell phone service in Xinjiang mm. when they need everything to be on lockdown. I'm not talking yeah. about COVID. I'm talking about like, we think there's going to be terrorist activity. We don't want anyone spreading information about something and they will literally turn off the internet. Yeah. Completely. Correct. Um, I think it might have something to do with circumventing that. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Anyway, she was um, sent to re-education. Yeah. In an industrial park, because that's where you re-educate people. Oh, there's no forced labor, right? No, no. Everyone is happy and at peace. Yes. What you seeing here? Okay, now, I wanted to show this. It's a brief clip. I just wanted to show you. We've been talking about this uh, genocide theme park, right? Mm -hmm. Now, don't worry. This isn't the whole thing, but I just wanted to show a clip to show you guys the three hot spots that you will see turning up yeah. again and again in all of these foreign propagandists. Which are nowhere near a camp. Yeah. Far away, far away. So let's take a quick look at that. There are all different clips from many different YouTube channels. I've just spliced them all together. These are paid influences by the Chinese government propaganda arm, all going to Xinjiang at exactly the same time. In fact, many of them can be seen in each other's footage because they were all there being bussed around by the government and taken to these specific places in order to deflect away from what's actually happening in Xinjiang. So, Xinjiang has become a theme park now for narcissistic influencers working as propagandists for the Communist Party of China. And there are three main attractions. Number one, the Urumqi Grand Bazaar. This is the first stop on our genocide denial tour. Here our propagandists are allowed to roam freely. The bazaar is actually closed off with checkpoints going in and out. So they can freely roam, look at all the tourist tat, sit down in the big food courts, take photos next to the many statues and interesting architecture in and around the bazaar. Here we get to see people ambling around, having a great time. And don't forget, you can get your KFC burger and a Starbucks coffee while you're at it. Number two, Kashgar Ancient City. Not only do you get to dance like a clown outside the main gates with some paid Uyghurs, but you also get to walk down the same alleyways that every other influencer has walked down. On top of that, you get to invade a traditional Uyghur's home and see exactly how they live in a very model and set up house. Next, head out to the big square where you get to see Xinjiang's oldest mosque that has been completely stripped of all of its religious symbology and turned into somewhat of a museum, there for your entertainment and the entertainment of the Han majority tourists who come to visit. Don't forget the pony shows, camel rides for the kids, and trained doves that circle the square on command over and over.
Number three, the Hotan Night Market. Here, after a hard day's work of genocide denial, we get to go and enjoy ourselves, relax, choose one of the many different dishes from the numerous food stalls, watch a live performance, and of course, appear on state TV to say just how great and free and wonderful Xinjiang is. Let's get real here for a minute, guys. What these incredibly immoral influencers and Chinese fluff piece propagandists are doing is covering for the atrocities that the Chinese government is carrying out in Xinjiang. Families are being torn apart. Fathers, sons and husbands being disappeared into concentration camps. Children being put in state orphanages and taken away from family. Forced abortion, sterilization, mass rape, arbitrary detention complete destruction of the traditions, religions and beliefs of an ethnic minority. There's a lot of bad things going on here and these stupid immoral fools are there dancing around with Uyghurs in traditional clothing pretending everything is okay and trying to whitewash what's actually going on in Xinjiang. Yeah, so, you know, guys, I just had to put that out there. So now you can recognize some of these places <clears throat> that you've been seeing a lot. Yeah. And you will see, there's a little bit of the, the guys in the background here, but you'll see they all go to those same spots because those are the safe places to film. Those are the places far away from the camps. Those are the places where the majority of people walking around are Hun people. Correct, yeah. And the only Uyghurs you will find there are the people doing the performances or in the stalls selling you Uyghur ice cream or food yeah. or whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, it's, it's They're disgusting. approved for a set. Yeah, it's disgusting, yeah. immoral nonsense that's been going on there. Correct. So now we're going to have to move back onto the whole um, leaked documents because yes. we've been showing you some of the mug shots that were leaked with some of the you know people and, and what they've been incarcerated for, which I'm sure by now you can realize is, is very arbitrary. Yeah. Like sure. they could really just lock you up for anything, right? They could. Yeah. So let's go into these leaked documents. There is a website, and I want you guys to check these websites out after we're done with the, the show yeah. here. Uh, but basically, five thousand, more than 5,000 police uh, photographs and other documents were yeah. leaked. Uh, or should I say hacked. They were yeah. hacked, right? Mm -hmm. In these police database before they had proper encryption set up, right? So these and these, these from, were only taken between January and July of 2018. Yeah, so just one little area yeah. of a huge province in only a few months. Yeah. Right. So this is a, a, but it's great. It's great information. Yes. It's great information. It's a smattering of information that shows a grand scale of what's going on. Yeah. It's right? a tiny bit, like we said, it's the tip of the iceberg. Yes. So, I mean, a couple of months worth of yeah. photos and these mugshots and stuff. Anyway, let's carry on. So, not only were 2,884, you know, documented cases, so basically with a mugshot and then what they were there for, how old they were and where they were, right? Yeah. Are leaked. But not only that, but the actual documents showing how 
and why they do these things. Yes. What the methodology of the Chinese government is in the area and their purposes and goals of doing such a thing, right? Yeah. And all of this stuff is in the websites in the description. Um, and it's put together, it's very easy to follow, right? right? Now, the problem is that some of these documents actually show that it goes completely against Chinese government doctrine where they're saying that, oh, we're just worried about these people not being able to integrate because they don't have proper jobs and they're basically undereducated, right? right? The reason I say that is because they say, well, the Chinese government claims that these re-education camps, by the way, a lot of these are incarceration, not just re-education. No, of right? course, they get stuck in there and do hard labor and stuff. What you'll find out from these documents is that these re-education camps anyway are detention. They yeah. are guarded with armed guards. They sure. are barbed wire armed guarded you know, areas where people are being forced to do labor, right? Yeah. Number two, you'll also find out that how can Uyghur people go to these vocational camps on their own volition if there are, and let me just read this real quick here. Okay. If there are orders to shoot on command, right? So basically, when there is a inkling of somebody that wants to escape, right? There is a leaked document here, the hacked document here that, that highlights what actually happens there. Okay, yeah, I'm going yeah. to read through that real quick. Yeah, we've got it up in the background for those of you who can read small text. Yes, <laughs> for those of you that can read small text. Mm -hmm. So in this document, it goes through the checklist on the incident response plan in case there are escapees during outdoor activities. So keep in mind, I thought this was... By the way, it says workflow. Workflow. So yeah. they're, they're working outside. They're working outside. Like picking cotton. Yes. Or whatever. So why, if this is just a vocational workshop where they're mm. teaching them life skills so they can go integrate in Han Chinese society, why is there an incident response plan in case of escapee? Don't yeah. they just go home at night? Nope. Don't they just go home, out, go home after work? Mm -mm -mm. No, that's not true because... Number one in this, by the way, very, very optional thing that people can choose. Security guards at the site of the incident immediately notify the person responsible for the center's security and center's shift leader, right? The security guards at the site and incident activate the alarm to seek control, uh, to control the trainees who cross the security perimeters. By the way, they call the victims trainees. Yeah. Without permission through spoken commands. If the trainees fail to comply, the armed police officers can fire warning shots. If trainees refuse to stop and can continue to escape, the armed police officers shoot them dead. Yeah. This is an official document. Yes. By the way, this is the English translation. The Chinese one is up there as well. Yeah. An official document of what to do when these volunteer workers in these volunteer not concentration camp workshops manage to escape. Yes. You shoot them dead. You do. Right. They're not armed, by the way. Of course not. <laughs> just, just the only thing they're armed with is like I don't know, their faith. Correct. Then they go on to talk about how uh, the strike group of mm -hmm. eighteen people, and then the the next one is eleven people, and then the next one is nineteen people will arrive to seal off all the perimeters. Yeah, we're talking about a high level security detail. Yeah, that is sent to stop volunteer workers so, from escaping yeah. forced labor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And these people in these camps, by the way, is re-education camps. Some are children, right? Yeah. Let's put, pull some of these people up. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a look. They're children. Well, I mean, there you have it. The order of shoot to kill. Yeah. So whatever you want to say about these camps, you know, this is the whole point. It changes the game. Correct. Because if you want to say it's just vocational camps, that's bullshit. 
if it's a vocational camp where you're learning a language and you try to leave and you get shot, that's not a right. vocational camp. The appropriate de uh, department is to isolate and examine the escaping trainees and detainees. So then they basically get all of them rounded up. Yeah. Then they interrogate them, by the way. And then afterwards, they have corrective measures and punish those responsible for, for the escape. Yeah. So let's just keep. What about on. this? So this is the uh, this is the security plan for the transfers of the uh, basically forced labor. Forced yeah, labor transfer people. trainees of the industrial city education and training center. Um, is this where they talk about the, the putting on hoods and handcuffs and stuff? Yeah, I'll read through some of that. Yeah, it's kind of important because sure. this is the for the re-education stuff. It's not like when you're in prison stuff. So this is where when they want to move mm -hmm. some people from a forced labor camp type area to mm -hmm. another training center. And I, again, in massive air quotes here. Yes. Training center, right? So remember all those people that said re-education. Keep this in mind. Right. Yes. This is not uh, a freaking after school club. Sure. Right. So this is the uh, security uh, security plan, right? Yeah. So that says uh, transfer time. Um, it says the task should be completed on the afternoon of June 8th, right? A mm -hmm. total of 430 trainees will be transferred. So this is them outlining who's going to be transferred. Yeah. Again, they call them trainees. 300 male trainees okay. and 130 female trainees, right? It is estimated that the transfer will require two trips. So this is detailing a very specific area and getting people from one place to another. Right. The route arrangement, the lead vehicle and detainee transfer vehicles will enter from gate number one in front of the buildings number one, five, and six. After all trainees are onboarded, all the vehicles will follow the 314 National Highway, so that's a Guadal. Yes. National Highway is basically these older older. Yeah, roads. it's not the big highway. I guess they don't no. want attention they drawn don't. to them, yeah. Towards the Shufu uh, County and Party School, so the Communist Party of China, personnel mm -hmm. and corresponding lists are to be handed over to the Party School after the vehicles return, this task has been completed, right? Yeah. Now, the important thing is that what we have to pay attention to, let me pull, pull up the second part of this, right, is the details that go into this, okay? It says, prepare for, remember there's 430 people being transferred, right? Sure. To these volunteer work mm -hmm. camps. Mm -hmm. Prepare 430 sets of handcuffs, shackles, and hoods in advance. Right. All the trainees who need to be transferred must wear all three. Must implement the three wares. So that's a, Again, a communist jargon. They always say that the three, the four olds, or the, you know, there's yeah. always something that there's. Yes. So the three wares must implement the three wares. Right. At least, listen to this, at least two security guards or one cadre and one security guard are responsible for escorting each trainee. Yeah. Right. When escorting the trainees from building to lower levels, the transport vehicles must be parked in front of buildings number one, five, and six to make, six to make sure the trainees immediately board the vehicles after going downstairs, right? And it goes on to talk about the Public Security Bureau. But then there's some requirements, right? Mm -hmm. It says, attach great importance and unify everyone's thinking. All security and staff participating in this transfer must follow orders, obey commands, and everyone must be uniformed and carry police equipment according to regulations. Be on high alert and take precautions. All transferring trainees must be handcuffed behind their backs and wear hoods and shackles to prevent trainees from escaping, harming themselves, or harming others. Mm -hmm. Do a good job in coordinating and making the overall arrangements. Coordinate the buildings number three, four, and seven to dispatch a total of 30 security forces to assist in the mission and dispatch two strike groups to be responsible for on-site security work. Yeah. For matters not covered, follow the provisional notices and arrangements. And that is an official document, by the way. And remember, this is just for a very small area of Xinjiang. Yes. A very small area, a very small sample, and from 2018. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a tiny area. Yeah. Right. This has been going on for years and years and years. Yes. And it encompasses the entire province. Right. 
You can just imagine. You know when they say there's a million Uyghurs in concert? It's true, okay? There's yeah. more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, so that is, again, tip of the iceberg. I want you guys in your own time to go into these websites and actually look. The the documents are all lined up and they have English translations as and well. And they've been independently verified. Yes, and yeah. that's why they're released now, Yeah. right? We've gone through them. There is some sick stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but again, let's move on. Let's just look at some, some of the people. Yeah, we'll take a look at some of the people. And then I'm sure you've noticed our... Have a look at this. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, the 2,800 images that I was talking about, 2,884 images. Mm. This is just a smattering of them, right? Yeah. And it's a composite image that the BBC put together from this uh, leaked document website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, there's that. The youngest girl was 14 at the time of her dis- detention, and the oldest woman here, she was uh, 73. I just got to ask you, like, what threat is she? Well, there's none. It's guilt by association, most likely. Yeah, and it's probably one of those things like, we're locking your grandma up now just to punish you. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, by the way, for those of you watching live now, we will have a big Q&A after this. It's not like our normal show. It's just basically we're doing this segment and then we'll hit a big Q&A. Yeah. For so those look at wondering. this real quick. Pause so, this real quick. Yeah. This is a family that was all detained and separated, by the mm. way. So there's an issue here. There were two parents that were detained here. Right? Okay. Two of these are the parents. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happened was is that when they hacked the, the police database, mm-hmm. the really chilling and horrid thing that happened was they didn't just find that there's there's two perceived criminals or alleged criminals, right? Yeah. These parents. Yeah. They also, in the police file, found all of the entire family yeah. in here, including the shaved heads of their daughters. Yeah, right? the young daughters, yeah. This was in the official police file. This was not like their family photos. No. This was in the arrest record. And it turns out, most likely from experts that these children were put into some sort of uh, camp themselves. Oh, well, that's something that we've heard a lot from yeah. the people who've escaped. They've, you know, you saw earlier the footage that I was showing with the um, shills when they're eating and having a good yeah. time while the you see the Uyghur people crying, showing pictures of children and stuff yeah. is because the children have been forcibly removed from the families Correct. and put into foster homes right. and put into these other weird camps. camps where they also, we've shown it before on our podcast, where they have to... You know, prove that they're Chinese by saying that they love the CCP and stuff yeah. like that while their parents languish in a camp somewhere. And they jam them into this like prison like dorm basically yeah. while they recite, you know, CCP. Yeah, it's like foster homes. Yeah. Um, well, with not foster homes, like a, a sick political yeah. edge. Yeah. It's what do you call those? It's no orphanage. So. Orphanage. Yeah, yeah. It's like state orphanages, not foster homes. That'd be nice, I suppose. Yeah. But no, orphanages. In comparison. In yeah. comparison, yeah. And this is not like a dysfunctional family that the parent, the children need to go into an orphanage. No, they've been separated from their parents and put in orphanages on, by force. And they've got all these relatives that have managed to escape or relatives wherever, like you saw the crying relatives showing photos. Yeah. They're not allowed to have the children. They're not allowed to have no. access to the children. These children now belong to the Chinese state to be brainwashed and used however they see fit, which is awful. It's sick. Absolutely yeah, it's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. And remember... These shills walking around, oh, there's no oppression here. Look at this. It's great. Everyone's having a good time. You are a complicit in this. You are. You knew better, and you should have known better than to go to Xinjiang at the height of all these rumors to go do a stupid paid propaganda tour. You know? How how do you even sleep at night? You know? This is like, you know, this is terrible. This is terrible. I don't know how you have any morals or any conscience, like anyone with the, this basic morals and conscience would not get wrapped up in something like this at all, not even taken the chance. No, absolutely no? not. Anyway. 
These are uh, some of the younger victims. I just wanted to focus on this because most of these kids in this uh, image here are, are underage. They're not being to be tried as adults, but some of them were detained and some of them were re-educated. And yeah. as we can see from the documents, um, I don't know if there's a whole lot of difference, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Uh, if the CCP decides that you're a threat to the state, it doesn't matter how old you are, to be honest. No. It, it doesn't actually matter. And like I said, it's probably a lot of guilt by association. Oh, oh there your, is. Your, you'll, your you'll father see. is a... Uh, you know, had some extremist stuff on his phone, so now we're gonna just take you as well. When you guys see like this is these are great examples. You see these mug shots, yeah. and they have like all the details about them. There's 2,800 examples in your in your spare time. You can go look at some of these. You'll see uh, a common thread. Yeah. You will see a lot of these are guilt by association. Sure. Right. Uh, and this guy, this guy was. Uh, this is what they call religious extremism, by the way. Yeah. This is what the Chinese government defines as religious extremism: is no smoking and no drinking. Listening to multimedia cards, which is most likely what is a multimedia it's, card? It's most likely uh, like a like an SD SD card, card with, with, with multimedia on. Yeah. It, right? So in other in other uh, words, just listening these, to audio. By the way, these translations are horrible. A lot yeah. of them are code words. Like for example, it's not Taiwanese. It says Tai Bi which is yeah. like some That's sort of name. Definitely right? like Uyghur language yeah. or something, or uh, Arabic or something. Right. So these are yeah. going to have to be. These are obviously rushed. Yeah. You know, through machine translation. People are experts in the area. We hope mm -hmm. a lot of Uyghurs will help us out with this to figure out what some of these code words are. But um, more importantly, he uh, yeah. He's, Seventeen years in jail for, for listening for. Not smoking and drinking. Yeah, and listening to these things about how that stuff is bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. What if he's listening to like a health book? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. I mean, just think about that for a minute. You get put into 17 years just because of your, your religious beliefs. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. That's extremism. And keep in mind, guys, and a lot of people are like, how is no smoking and drinking extremism? I'm seeing this in the chat. Yeah. Uh, a torture method that the Chinese government uses in some of these camps, particularly for males, mm -hmm. right? What they'll do is they'll get the most, they'll, they'll find out who the most religious people are and they'll force them to get drunk, yeah. smoke cigarettes and eat pork. Yeah. And they'll do this as a sport and also to break them down. Just right. look, I heard about this way before and I'm talking- Oh yeah, this is super old. I'm talking probably 2012 yeah. is when I started to hear yeah. about how they would uh, forcefully shave beards and force yeah. them to eat pork and drink and stuff. Yeah. And the reason behind this is they're trying to erase uh, Muslim extremism as they say but by doing that they want to just erase the muslim identity yes right. and so they're like well you know what big part of the muslim identity is not drinking and not eating pork they find so, those points so we're going to force yeah. them to do it so we can push this religion out of here right because we want them to be just like everyone else in china running after money and nothing else you know that's going to be what they do we don't want this faith. cookie cutter yeah we don't want this boxes. you know and they don't understand faith because they no. don't have it. You're it's, not allowed to. It's also not faith alone. I think we focus, a lot of people focus way too much yeah. on this. It's erasing an entire culture and people group, right? It's yeah. because they look different. Yeah. I think a lot of people are too focused on them. The Muslim thing is easy for them because it's within law yeah. to persecute. So sure. the Chinese government say, oh, a Muslim didn't want to eat pork. That's illegal. That's extremism. That's how you get someone. Yeah. The actual overarching message here is if you don't look Chinese, they want you to die. They want you to be erased or integrated properly. Yeah, you have right. to be integrated. And yeah. that it is incredibly, there's a lot of discrimination and racism in China, um, unfortunately. And foreigners ourselves living in China for so long, we've experienced it firsthand in a positive way, the discrimination a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh, you're a foreigner, so you get special treatment. Right. That's still discrimination. Right. 
in a negative way as well in many aspects. Like if there was ever a legal dispute or something, then you can bet your bottom dollar that the, the local Chinese person will win out over the foreigner just because, oh, you're a foreigner. For like sure. if you're going to get into a legal battle, right. it's that's ethnicity. it. It's, it's an yeah. ethnostate. It is an, an ethnostate. Ethno um, and we see terrible racism within the Chinese society, and we've experienced it so many times I mean, with our black friends. And, it's you know. not, yeah, black friends is a good example. Yeah. Uh, but to bring it back to the Uyghurs, the ex, like the dehumanization of Uyghurs has been a systemic thing for a long Very, time since in China. The, the first, I just made a video about the, the first girl I ever met in China. I just released it uh, a couple of days ago. She told me, and this is like my first week within China, and we're walking around, and there was a, like a little Uyghur boy trying to sell the, oh, this like the cake or whatever. And she said, like, stay away from Xinjiang people. They're, they're all criminals. They're all dirty. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? There's, a, stab you. there's like a little kid with his little white hat there, you know, and I'm thinking like, well, okay. And she told me immediately. So from literally the first week I got to China, I would hear people being derogatory about yeah. Uyghurs. Yeah. I've heard things like they should all be thrown in jail. We should get rid of them. Yeah. Um, all they can do is sell meat on the side of the road, like the, you know, chuar, yang yeah, yeah, chuar. Yeah. They make fun of them, their dances and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, it's been a long process. Sure. A long process. Like dehumanizing them. And it is. It's discrimination on ethnicity. Yeah. It's racism, in it's, other it's, words. It's, it's actual racism. It's like, actual you want to know what real racism is? That's what you're looking it's, at. It's murdering an entire people group basically wiping yeah. them out yeah i wouldn't say murdering yep. wiping wiping them out yeah you know? and that's and the, but there yeah. are cases of, of actual of death. course and i want to draw a line here you know when we talk genocide at least when that word's thrown around we're talking about a cultural genocide putting an end to a certain type of people a certain way of life that's why the sterilization is coming in the forced sterilization the forced abortions and all that mm -hmm. kind of nonsense is they don't want the weaker population to explode you know there's so many tanky talking points about, oh, well, you, we've seen like a big increase in there, you know, this and that. It's all nonsense. If you look at it proper and you actually go into the numbers and you see what's going on, it's very obvious what's going on here. But it is, once again, the Chinese government trying to wipe out uh, an entire cultural identity, a culture. It's cultural genocide. A culture and a, and a yeah. race. So a get, race of people. You get rid of your religion. You get rid of your, um, your traditions. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get rid of your language. Mm -hmm. You get rid of your face, like everything, everything about you, except for the parts that they like, like here, wear this fancy, um, you know, get up and dance in a circle. And we're going to say that's good. And you know, play your instrument. That's if, okay. If we say it's okay. Yeah. If it's in okay. That, that for our entertainment yeah. and for the entertainment of foreign shills, that's totally okay. But like you as what you do in your life, that's not okay. We're not going to accept that anymore. Get out of here. We don't want you. We want you to be the same as everyone else in China. And you can, if you want to, you can wear your funny clothes every once in a while, but you have to conform. And you have to be what we want you to be. And that's yeah. what's going on. A good point in this mugshot here is you can see the other prisoners in the background kneeling yeah. down. Yeah, you can actually see. If you look, you can see the jail bars, by the way. Um, like we said, they just take any random wall to take these mugshots. Yeah. They're not very well organized. It's something you'll find in China in any case. It's kind of chabador with a lot of things. But you can see... The other detainees there in their orange, you know, vests, and they have to kneel down and, you know, squat down there against the wall. Mm -hmm. So you can see there are others there. Anyway, let's move on to another person here. This poor guy, 17 years. That's extreme, isn't it? Yeah, for not smoking and drinking. This is, uh, look, this is connected to that other yeah. little boy we showed earlier. He's one of the little boys who was smashing windows, being a naughty little one-eyed boy. 
you know? He, so he was so he was 16 in 2018. So he was 14 when he was arrested mm-hmm. uh, for the smashing thing. And mm-hmm. again, he was part of this guilt by association thing where yeah. they took the whole family down. Now, here's a very important one that we have to pay attention to here. This young girl here, okay? Uh, 15-year sentence, okay? Mm-hmm. 15-year. Yes. 15 Why? years in jail. Because she was using a niche instant messaging tool. Do you know what that means? It means anything other than WeChat. So yeah. WhatsApp is banned Telegram in China. or something. Telegram is banned in China. Anything you use is banned in China except for WeChat. Yeah. And whatever's built into your yeah. phone, right? Sure. So she used something like that, obviously, to communicate with mm-hmm. other people because she doesn't want to be monitored. Yeah. Right. Or people from other countries, right? And VPN circumvention software. And that's the Correct. key element here. Yeah, you, We've heard a lot of apologists talk about, well, it's actually a Chinese propaganda talking point. Freaking Eileen Gu went out there yeah, and Eileen said, Gu, like, oh, that's a great example. just download a VPN. It's free in the App Store. Eileen Gu, the American Olympian that Cry about for it. China. Yeah. She said that anyone can use a VPN. She she parroted a CCP talking point. And why not just download a VPN? Who cares if the, go- the government blocks the internet? You can just use a VPN, you dummy, right? Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You go to jail for 15 years for second-degree terrorism. Yes. If you're a Uyghur. And apparently to Eileen Gu... That is not a human being. This girl is not a human being. Sure. She she deserves it, right? Yeah. And I'm not trying to put words in people's mouths, but that's that sentiment, right? You hear yeah. a lot of, not just Eileen Gu, but yeah. CCP sympathizers. What oh, they'll the say tankies, is, everyone. They're they like, well, just it. get a VPN. Just get a VPN, you idiot. Why can't you just get a VPN if you're so worried about getting on YouTube or And again, it's regional, you yes. see? So, by the way, using a VPN has gotten Chinese people in trouble in the past, detained, put in jail all over the country. But you don't hear about it that much. No. That's why you'll get these foreigners who live in Shenzhen or Shanghai or Beijing or any of these bigger areas. They use a VPN freely and they don't see any repercussions. And so in their mind, it's totally okay. Correct. All right. But, but this girl goes to jail for If you years. use a VPN and you're in Xinjiang, yep. then they really throw the book at you. They, the laws are kind of the same all over the country. You can mm. go to jail mm. for using VPN. Well, no, it's not. Like It is more extreme for yep. Xinjiang people, of much course. More. But the thing is... You go to jail. It's not legal to use a VPN in Correct. China. Anyone who's trying to tell you that it's okay and it's legal. It's illegal. It's bullshit. It's illegal in Chinese law to use a VPN. It's literally like if I drove uh, an unregistered vehicle on the roads here in America for like a year, I was just lucky enough that nobody pulled me over. Correct. Cops didn't pull me over. Well said. And then well I said. just tell everyone around the world, you, it's totally legal. You totally can. To That's drive an fine. unregistered car on the roads here. I did it myself. Yeah, yeah, I've done it for years now and I haven't been pulled over, so right. it's legal. See, right. that's the logic you're looking at here. No one in the government has ever gone to these people and told them, you know what, you can use a VPN. No, absolutely. They've just been using it with impunity and not hit a snag yet, you know? Yes. But this is, again, proof. And this is not the only proof. There are documents of not only Uyghurs, but Han Chinese people also getting into trouble if they left a tweet or something. Because that's... They leave a tweet that the Chinese government doesn't like and it gets traction, or they put a video out there on YouTube or something, they'll get the book thrown at them. And then this whole, like, it's illegal to use a VPN law comes into play. Only when they've done something. But you're a Uyghur, you get caught using a VPN or something like Telegram, some kind of encrypted uh, messaging app, and you're screwed, you know? Look at that, 15 years. She got 15 years in jail for this. Yeah. 15 years. That's great. It, this we're also pretending like this is a hard and fast thing. Like the legal system in China means anything. Yeah. Like you don't. It's not like well, your fifteen years is up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like some like you know mandated thing. It's they can do whatever they want. To yeah. You. Yeah. It's an awful situation. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to point that out. This whole VPN thing. It really pisses me off. We did already spoke spoke about this one. Let's move on to another one.
Um, yeah, what did she do? We don't know. She's at Kashgar Vocational School. Uh, that's her reason. We're waiting for people to confirm some of these reasons. Yeah, how about this dude? Uh, again, there's a seat. There's it says Shenyang Dashui, which means Shenyang. Oh, it says in English Shenyang University. Yeah. Right. And that just, I mean, he maybe he was a student there, a Uyghur student there. Maybe this goes further than just in Xinjiang, right? Who knows? Who knows? We talk. We talked about this. Yeah, this, this guy dude. Was very pious. He had a beard. That's a big Don't no. Have no. A beard. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. What about University her? Just says university student. Yeah. This guy. Legal departure guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just threw some of these in here to round some of these out. Yeah, we just wanted to cover a couple of bases. Remember, there's like 3,000 of these, so we just sure. put a couple. What did this dude do? Uh, it says... For uh, 10 years. What did he get put in, in jail learned, for 10 years? He learned the rules and worship of scriptures from UC and Aishan, deceased, for about a month in 1994. Okay. Then he was uh, under the influence of a man with a beard. Uh, he learned that a man with a beard accumulates virtue and a man with a beard, Sunni, whatever that means. Uh, he grew a beard for about three months. So they literally documented mm. what months and when he grew a beard. Yeah, from May to August 2006. Mm. Uh, the suspect, um, blah de blah de blah learned the rules of worship and scriptures from that guy deceased for about a month. It's okay, just it's just repeated. It, yeah. Well, um, so that's... So document when and how long you grew a beard for. So you go to jail for 10 years yes. for, for that. Yes. It seems a little extreme. Yeah. You know the extremists are here. It's actually the Chinese government no with their freaking yeah. sentencing. Yeah. They're their extremists. That's the extremists. Seriously. It's freaking awful. Okay, we, we took a look at this uh, this programmer. It's been, uh, yeah. Re-educated. Yeah. This dude we already spoke about, he's the guy who, you know, dared, smashed, dared to smash, smash the, the windows of the supremacists. Yeah. You know, um, this guy's, everything's unknown. This this old woman, unknown. Sixty, unknown. Yeah. yeah. Again, we just want to show that see the how they have the. Yeah, Han you woman can see there. the 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 Han woman who's there to. She they they show this this woman and I presume other women as well appear with the elderly women, women together. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting, always with gloves on. Yeah, with, mm. with latex gloves. Yeah. How about this this guy over here? Uh, he was detained when he studied scriptures illegally under the guidance of Kasim Mushar. They they basically throw in these names of people that were previously detained. Right. And if you studied anything from them or were around them, then you go to jail. Yeah. Right. Okay. He studied the scriptures illegally under the guidance of that guy. Right. 1998. So look how far this goes back, by the way. Illegal study of scriptures. Thing, right. Yeah. Um, from four groups in 13 villages. Okay. And then the guy was taken into custody. So right. I guess what happens here is they capture the imam, because it looks like it was yeah. an imam, right? Yeah. Capture an imam, and they kind of just interrogate them. Who studied under you? Yeah. You know, and when? And then they're like, you studied under this guy in 1998, so you get to go to this, you know. This guy's like, what the hell? Yeah, he's like, dude, you know, I've I changed since then. <laughs> or whatever. It doesn't even have to be raw. <laughs> no, sure. Right. It's like, wait, that, that happened a long time ago, you know? It shows you what the, the surveillance apparatus in China goes far, dude, far. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Especially in Xinjiang. Yeah. Right. That's the worst part, Yeah, Xinjiang, when it comes to surveillance. Who do we have next? Um, okay, 69-year-old and unknown why. Everything's unknown. But yeah. look, we... Yeah, we've the, got the, the woman again with her identification badge, mask, 
presumably gloves. Yeah. This is before COVID, by the way. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what her job is specifically and why she keeps appearing in photos. I think she's wearing gloves. Probably she does a search of their hair and everything. That's yeah, my guess. Probably. You know, probably pats them down and sure. does a body I just search. don't know why she's in the photos. She's standing yeah. there to make sure they don't run. I, I don't suppose, know. Yeah, could be. It's kind of hard to say. Um, this dude. Two-Face Man, Category no. 5. We just did, it literally <laughs> says Liang yeah. Mianren, which so, means Two-Faced Man. We want to know what that means. Yeah, maybe he like says one thing like, no, I don't pray, and then he like runs off and actually I prays. Pray. Uh, but it's Category 5, so he must really... I didn't have lamb rice for dinner yesterday. I had lamb rice for <laughs> dinner yesterday. I mean, yeah, you got to make fun of some of this stuff because it's ridiculous, seriously. Well, not two face, No, Two-Faced That's Man. That's his charge. It literally says Two-Faced Man Yeah, in, in Chinese, Chinese it's Liam yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally does. yeah anyway anyway that's you know poor guy he's poor a two-faced guy. man how about this dude and again here's some of the code words we're trying to decipher these it says mm-hmm. looking back at the 1215 case again this is a, some probably some internal code yeah for an incident that happened yeah right? you know because they they do have like terrorist incidents there have been like bombings and sure. mass stabbings and stuff so maybe some of this are they related to a certain yep. date where there was a, an Could actual be. attack we're just trying to decipher it. you know have to play fair here remember we have to play fair from the point of view that the motivation initially behind this was to put an end to separatist Extremism. activities yeah. right. in xinjiang right okay and that was the guise under which they did this but they just went overboard not just overboard no, it I mean, began reshaped yeah, rather than targeting extremist cells and going after actual terrorists they just decided to go after the Everyone. entire a million group. people the whole entire yeah. cultural group 10% of the population yeah. thrown in the camps exactly it's terrible it's kind of like oh well you know mosquito bit me let's rid the world of mosquitoes Correct. all of them right you know it's that kind of mentality right it's just like That's what the Chinese government throwing thinks. the baby out with the bathwater well, I mean, and again they'll do it with impunity and they don't care because they don't see them as human they've already systematically dehumanized Uyghur people for how many years yeah now? I mean since I got there yeah they don't care before that oh obviously. it's just those thieves crimin- the thief yeah. criminals yeah yeah for sure it's awful <clears throat> alright who do we have next here this dude okay so this guy, I threw this in here. I thought it was kind of uh, interesting. This guy was a CCP official, right? right. So in uh, deputy secretary of a party branch. So basically every village will yeah. have a, a CCP official. Yeah. Even though you'll have a mayor and a governor and all this kind of stuff, the CCP official presides over all of that. Correct. And this guy was in charge of family planning, which means that he goes around and makes sure that people don't have too many kids, right? Yeah. Now he himself, because he's a CCP official, obviously has to adhere to those principles. Yeah. And he got detained, so he's arrested, right? Because he was responsible for family planning, right? So right. A CCP official, it says, you don't can't have more than two kids, right? Right. But he himself had two kids. Ah, okay. So he was detained as a religious extremist now, right? Yeah. For breaking had- party law. Now, keep in mind, when other CCP but we- officials... Uyghurs didn't have that restriction. Well, you can have two. They could have two. Uh, is right. it only two? Yes. I thought they could have two. as many as they wanted. No, absolutely. I know that some minorities have that at least used to have that privilege. No, they, I mean, most minorities can have two as opposed to the one during the one-child policy, Okay, right? But maybe because he's a party member, he's only allowed That's, one. That is correct. Yeah. So that is the law. I know that for a fact. Okay. So what happens is if a Han person was to break that rule, they would have lost their job. They wouldn't be detained. No, they'd get fined. They'd be fined. They'd get fined. Yeah. You get fined 100,000, I think it is. 100,000 yes. RMB was the going they, rate back in the day. They'd potentially lose their job if they, sure. their boss hated them. Yeah. This guy goes to jail for having two kids. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Any excuse, eh? Yeah. Get another of them potential extremists off the street. Yeah, we, that guy. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> yeah, what do we got next? Let's take a look. These are fairly random. Yeah. We already have um, yeah, we, we already spoke. NBA. These are fairly random. We just took, I mean, there's literally 2,800. Yeah, there's almost 3,000 3, 3, of these. And hopefully it gets more fleshed out over mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um, we just wanted to throw in some some randoms that we literally clicked on just to see what they would say. Right? Yeah, remember, this is breaking news. This is very, oh, yeah. very, very recent. So um, we didn't have enough time to come through every one of them. Oh, it's going to be an ongoing thing for sure. I mean, yeah. this is just coming out. You guys were able to see some of this stuff before almost everyone. Which yeah. is great. And the the nice thing about this is it's starting, there's starting to be yeah. some kind of changes. It's a great it, development. In Germany, uh, Der Spiegel are, are the people who broke the story, yeah. I believe. They're the first people to actually Origin break this. Originally, yeah, yeah. originally Der Spiegel and... Um, and BBC. Yeah. What's really interesting about this is we've seen some, some um, government officials in Germany already take this and start questioning, why are we not addressing this? Why are we still dealing with China? Yeah. You know... So the takeaway I do want to leave with everyone is that there is a UN delegation right now in Xinjiang. But they've they've said over and over again, this is not an investigation. No. We're in Xinjiang, but we're not investigating anything. Right. They're they're having a good time, pre presumably just like the shills, looking sure. at some dances. Or I mean, the excuse that I'm seeing is that it's to promote human rights or something, right? That right. It's the wrong place to do no it. No kidding. I'm just saying this is what it was. This is what it's been said. Yeah. So anyway, it's important that this happened then, mm. because this is going to right at the same time that the CCP is going to try to run deflection and and defense. Say, oh look, the UN's here. They're doing a whole dog and pony show, walking yeah. around here, seeing everything's fine. The damning proof is has been leaked. It's yeah. it's out now, guys. Yeah. Um, this is a tiny smattering of a huge, massive issue that's happening. Yeah. And we're still, you know, you know the, by and large, the most of the people around the world are still dealing with China in some way. Yeah. Amidst a genocide. Correct. Which is super messed up. It is. I mean, what happened to never again? Apparently, let's do it again. Yeah, it's never again unless it's China. Let them get away with everything. That's, that's the Chinese fine. government's allowed to do what it wants and will not hold them to task. Yeah. Just remember, there's something that um, is very true in life. And that is that the truth will out. Doesn't matter how long it takes, yeah. the truth eventually does That's true. come out. You know, you can try to hide it as much as you want. It comes out. Yeah, it comes out. And, you know, especially for the, the foreigners that have been complicit in trying to hide this up and cover it up, whether you think you were complicit or not, you were complicit. You were used as a tool by the Chinese government to try and divert attention away and say, there's nothing going on here. Everyone's happy and dancing around. The truth will out, and it is coming out right now, and there will be something to answer to, at least in your own conscience, at the very least. It's probably time for you to change your tune on this whole thing. Or, or you know, admit, admit that you didn't know yeah. and say, listen, this is really bad, and use... Now, honestly, if you are complicit, I think you have an amazing opportunity to, to promote the right message now, to go yeah. out there and be like, well, now faced with the evidence, I was wrong, and... Let's bring attention to this so we can sort it out. We can yeah. deal with it. Right? Absolutely. As a globe. Yeah. Maybe we can all kind can of do the right thing. join hands, so to speak, and, yes. and fight this together because 100%. it's disgusting. And there's no justification to what's happening or what has happened to the Uyghurs. And for the longest time, they've been crying out and being ignored. Yeah. And in fact, being beaten down yeah. for speaking out. And yeah. it's awful. It has to change. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we're going to hit our... Um, Q&A section of the show now.
Okay, we're done with the main thing. Yamcha is where we get to relax and chat and answer your questions. We'll be answering super chats. Yep. And this will stay up for the remainder of the week. And we'll cut it out, um, you know, as we normally do later. So, guys, I know it's a dour, terrible thing that's been discussed today. But let's see what we can do. Maybe there we can have a little bit of a relaxing time here. So, what's up? Uh, New News Network says, thank you for your advice on the Zhonghua Meng, which is the Chinese dream on Friday. I had my presentation today and I rocked it. Your insights really helped put it all together. That's, That's great. awesome. It's great. I like hearing that. Yeah. Donnie Saunders. Hello. I've been watching Chinese TV show, or shows and TV recently and noticed some characters bragging a lot. It's common. Is humility, humility seen as important in Chinese culture or just the theme of Chinese media? Oh, that's an interesting question. It is. Um, it is in Chinese culture. Yeah. However, if you compare it to Taiwan, a very humble society. Japan, humble society. Korea, humble society. You don't go out there and th show off everything. China has those elements in Chinese culture traditionally, but in reality, in modern China, in society, in it's, society it's wildly different. It yeah. is absolutely okay to show off. In fact, it it's is encouraged. It's encouraged. You yeah. want people, people show off like crazy. Why do you think you get like gold wrapped Lamborghinis and that's why do you think so? That's actually a weird combination of a developed, uh, you know, a de very quickly developing country where certain group of people got massively rich and then at the same time cultural values were wiped out by yeah. the communist party of china so it's this bizarre bastardization it's a of weird gross one. evil yeah it's really weird <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good question mm. uh diana 33 opinion on covid vaccine safety pfizer or moderna been proven time and time again to be safe i like pfizer personally it's just because you got it I no like, no i like moderna personally because no, i got it no it's no no <laughs> not no not at all it's because of the side effects i got you you know, like everybody that I know who took Moderna, including you, had a far worse reaction. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's, it still works. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, when I say you were just out for the count for like three yeah, days I, or something. Yeah, I was like feeling sick. I wasn't, yeah. I didn't die. Yeah, but I'm uh, saying compared to like my one afternoon of uncomfortableness. Yeah, if you want to use like our sample group for sure. Yeah, and everyone else that I know sure. who took five, including my wife, was not that bad. Yeah. Just saying. PM, stay blessed. Thank you very much. Dylan, devil's advocate, if all of what you say is true and families taken away, women sterilized, Han men moving into homes, then why aren't the Uyghurs rising up with rebel fighters in the hills and mountains? Obviously, that's exactly what they've set up to stop. That's, that's Why do you the think point. these camps are here? Yeah. You can't. They don't have wet. You can't even yeah. get a cooking knife. Yeah, and if you try to even like send a message to another Uyghur yeah. by saying, like, I'm pissed off or something, you'll go to a camp. That's I, the whole point. I think people think that this is like Syria or something. Yeah. It is so well surveilled. There are Every cameras everywhere. Person. Everyone's Every telecommunications being live monitored. Yeah. They shut it down at the drop of a pin. Yeah. You can't communicate with anyone. And then you have an apparatus of people to rat you out around you. Also, never mind the fact that the amount of military and police presence yeah. within the cities and within oh, the it's towns. Oh, insane. They're there permanently yeah. all the time watching what you do. Armed guards. So you've got a couple of ragtag. This isn't like Red Dawn with the Wolverines yeah. run up into the hills. Yeah ragtag bunch of Uyghurs decide we've had enough of our oppressive you know like Hun masters or something and they go out on the streets and they're like before they even open their mouth they're shot everything is done they're, they're detained shot. they're shot and detained and whatever there are no weapons by the way yeah there are no weapons you can't use anything it's not like in red dawn where no. you could take your grandpappy's hunting yeah. rifle there is and no fight there are the no evil guns. communists or no. whatever it doesn't work no like knives. that yeah you can't even use a steak knife you just bloody rock is all you got you can use a rock yeah 
So, uh, wasabi. So, so yeah, sorry. That's no, the, no, that's the not, answer. Yeah, you're not yelling that's at the you. answer to your question. Just, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think people quite realize how bad it is. That's yeah. the thing. They think it's kind of like where they live. You know. Oh, if the government oh, decided I mean, this, you know, it is North Korea. Yeah, it is North Korea. In the rest of China is getting there. Xinjiang is North Korea. Yeah. Uh, except with more security apparatus. Yeah. Yeah. And um, more sophisticated weapons and yeah and surveillance. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're referring to. I'm sorry. I have not read any of that. Uh, Subtarshi Singupta, but thank you very much, Wasabi. Um, Subtarshi Singupta, why are they speaking Mandarin and not the Uyghur language? Wouldn't it seem more natural and effective for propaganda? And yeah, they didn't realize that. that the first government mandate yeah. was to find Uyghurs that speak Mandarin. And the reason is, is originally they would say like uh, for, for local populace. Hmm. They want the local populace to see them and understand them. Yeah. Right? They'd be like, oh, they hate Pompeo too. Oh, they hate the American government too, blah, blah, yeah. blah. That was yeah. the original purpose. That was the original purpose. When, when people like me would bring it up, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, we better get someone to speak Let's Get someone Uyghur. to speak Uyghur, yeah. Yeah, Chapman, I really have no words. CCB must be wiped off from the face of this earth. Dude Bub, Winston, have you heard about Operation Dudula in South Africa? Is it also aimed at Chinese people? I actually haven't heard of that. Dudula? I'll look it up. Okay, while well, I read. Yeah. Uh, Hank Hall, how is the Chinese firewall so effective when their software is made of malware glued together with hopes and dreams? Yeah. It's because it's so basic in the way that it yeah. works. It's, it sounds sophisticated, but they just block anything. They can hard, like hard block anything mm -hmm. centrally. Um, well. uh, I don't know what that is, but it just looks like some xenophobic shit. Okay. South Africa is really full of xenophobia. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Um, and I've made a video about it actually, but it's pretty awful. What happens is if a foreigner moves in, and when I say foreigner, I mean just someone from a neighboring African country like Zimbabwe. They come in and they set up a, a shop or something uh, in a township, and they start to do good business. As soon as or they start, yeah, yeah. As soon as they start to be seen as successful, it's that whole like, oh, they're coming in here taking our jobs type thing, and then. They not only destroy and loot the shops, but they set the people on fire most of the time. It's pretty terrible. I've done a whole video about it. You can find out. Sure. Xenophobia in South Africa is ridiculous. Reupload Boy says, Thank you, Zinwumas are having a real bad day right now. Love to see it. I mean, we don't celebrate any... This is a very negative situation. However, yeah. it is a great... Uh, it's a great development in our movement. Yeah. And I say our movement in that bringing awareness to the human rights abuses of the Chinese government. When you have these disgusting people out there who have constantly been... You know, shutting, trying to shut down anyone who tries to bring awareness to the plight of the Uyghurs and say, oh, it's, it's the U.S. In, industrial military complex or it's this group or it's yeah. that group or it's whatever. And this Uyghur activist is lying because right. they're just opportunists. Or, yeah. Or, you know, they're just trying to get a green card or whatever, you know, all this crap. Because that's what they do. They go out there and they yeah. try to victim shame, victim shame smear anybody yeah. who tries to say that there's something going it's on it's awful these guys have been getting away with this for the longest time simply because you know the black and white proof that everybody knows is out there it's very hard to find okay and it's just like you know tell me this are there any photos of the jews being gassed in the nazi camps no not one did it happen of course Absolutely. it did Absolutely. but there are no photos and you can't tell me oh it was a long time ago they didn't have cameras bullshit 
They've got Everything else is documented. Tons of video footage, tons of photos. Take photos of your mass genocide operation. No, you don't document the bad things that you're doing because you know you don't want that to leak out. Remember when you said the truth always gets out? Yeah. That's why you don't document it. Yeah. Right? And that's why it's not documented. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are things that are being that have been documented. I mean, you have to document like out. the mugshots, for instance. They right. need to keep track of people. They need to say why they were incarcerated. That's stuff they weren't expecting to leak out. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that the proof, you don't need to see a photo of the Jews being gassed to know that they were gassed in Nazi Germany. No. We know that because people were there. People told the stories. Okay, the evidence is there. Yeah. But now you got Uyghurs who were there, who escaped, who got overseas. But somehow they're and somehow they're not credible because yeah. why? Because Chinese government propaganda works. Yeah, because the Chinese <laughs> propaganda is working so hard out there to right. say that, no, there's nothing wrong. And when it, one of these people come up and they say something happened, remember the Chinese government goes out and calls them sluts or whatever. Yeah. Remember yeah, those, the those rape women? Victims. Yeah, the rape victims. Oh, no, they're just promiscuous. Yeah. Or, you know. These devout Muslim women yeah. who were raped by Chinese guards in internment camps, by the way. Oh, no, they're just they're promiscuous. They're just sluts, yeah. according to the Chinese yeah. government. That's what state media said, by the way. Yeah, state, state media. media said that. Yeah. I like mean, an where, was, where was the uproar then? Nope. I just don't get it. These, Are these humans or not? That's right? the problem. And these tankies that go out there and these people defending the CCP, they will fight tooth and nail to discredit Uyghur people, dissidents that have run away, yeah. victims, yeah. attack victims, right. uh, and blame them for why they're in, in a bad situation, you know? Correct. It's awful. But now with some proper proof, not that there hasn't been proof before, but now with some black and white documents from the Chinese government itself, it's going to be a lot harder for them to hide. A lot harder for them to defend what the Chinese government is doing. Right. So it's right. good. It's a good thing. Uh, Doom and Bloom says, nothing more satisfied than a sad, whiny humo. Humo. Mm. Uh, Jan Fauska, I lived in Hangzhou for two years. If, if I live there now and use a VPN to watch these podcasts, would I get in trouble with local police? Xinjiang genocide is real. Thanks for this info, Jaya. Probably not. Like I said, foreigners usually get away with it. There's no reason. Yeah. But I tell you one thing. Um, there is a French guy who used to live in, yeah. where the hell was he living in again? Chongqing. Chongqing, yeah. something like that. He used to make videos on YouTube and he started to make some videos critical of the Chinese government. Um, oh, I mean, he was in uh, Changsha. Changsha, that's yeah. right. Um, we call him Earthworm Jim. Anyway, that guy. He, um, he was making videos and he started to criticize a couple of things Not about- brutally. No, just some things wild. he was pissed off about. Yeah. And, uh, some Wumao reported him not only to his school, his workplace- Fired. Yeah, so he got fired, and then the Chinese government, the local Chinese, the who, wherever it was, Hunan government or whatever, came up to yeah. him and said, "Listen, first of all, you're going to have to delete those, and you have to make positive videos." He they did. Forced they forced him to make positive content. videos. It was super creepy. Yeah, and then he tried that, and they still were like, "Nah,", nah. and they deported him. Yeah, so because he was using, using a, VPN. a VPN. He was using a VPN to upload stuff that they didn't like, so they that's, deported. That's him. what they got him for. Yeah, so you know, you can still get into yeah. trouble as a foreigner, but it's sure. it's kind of rare. It's rare. Yeah. Um, I wonder how Elon Koala twelve oh three says. I wonder how Elon Musk will react to all those new leaks and genocide against the Uyghurs. He doesn't give a shit. No, He's proven time and time again. He opened up a freaking uh, dealership dealership in Xinjiang amidst the genocide. Yeah, you guys don't understand. We're not haters of Elon, and a lot of people get down on us. 
But he's shown time and time again to be sympathetic to the CCP. Yeah. And that sucks. That's awful. Yeah, he's always going out, look at how well, you know, Chinese people work and they work these amount of hours. Meanwhile, Americans don't work. Yeah. Slave labor. Is that a good thing? Yeah, slave labor is awesome according to Elon Musk. Yeah, I guess the guy's just just disconnected from reality and that's what happens when you're so rich. Yeah. Flying around on your private jet, you don't know what the the untermenschen down there are doing. That's the vibes I get. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that too. Anyway. Uh, Ex Mortis Lunar Corp. Most important podcast. Here's some money for the CCP drip. Polo's Tuck, boys. <laughs> yeah, Polo's yeah, Tuck. We're going in. Yeah, Delvan Drip. Mm-hmm. Uh, a real human. I was blocked by American McGee. Oh, Genocide McGee? Oh, yeah. Genocide McGee, yeah. <laughs> when I tell McNu- Genocide McNugget, you know. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's his new one because he loves KFC so much. But that's McDonald's. I know, but it's the same it's thing, right? Funny. Yeah. The pro- I don't think American like fast food corpse deserve to be <laughs> yeah. like segregated. <laughs> yeah, true. The privileged Western chills are reprehensible yes. and allow these crimes to continue. If hell exists, what will their excuse be? Yeah, American McGee, actually, you went, got into a, st- a thing with him, and he he agreed to go to Xinjiang to GPS coordinates that we provide. He never did. And he didn't do it. He no. said he would. Nope. American McGee is a famous video game developer. Great respect for his work, by the way. And he agreed to with Winston. Well, before he started to become a CCP shill. It's a great, great reason for his work. Yeah. It's not who he is as a person, necessarily. No. Anyway, he agreed with Winston that we do have GPS coordinates that we're willing to give to people if they want to go say that there's... He said there's no genocide, yeah. right? So he, he agreed. He said, I have to go to a wedding in Xinjiang or something, so I'll go to those GPS coordinates. He Never agreed did. in public. He didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. Of course he wouldn't do it. No, he's blocking people. Yeah. No, he's a piece of uh, junk. Jetski 12. It's like you say, his work is good. So like if you had a Nazi god from Auschwitz built a nice house, you can say, look, his work was great. His workmanship was good, but he's a bad person. Well, of course. I'm just <laughs> not going to lie. I love to his games and mm. they're great you know? yeah uh jet ski 1200 are we post shills as they leave slash pushed out we're we're almost post shills but there's a new batch being bred and yeah. incubated and i'm documenting i know yeah. uh, and they know i know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they must be squirming but the yeah. thing about those is that they're not seeing the same success no uh they're not being pushed i think the chinese government is kind of going to start moving away from i that. think they're realizing that this yeah. is it's a bit too transparent oh it's so dumb when you've got um People, people like us who just understand how it all works, it's kind of hard for them to pull it off. It's honestly, I'll attribute it to people, I'll attribute it to be getting bigger than just us because we were the only people to originally talk about this kind of stuff and yeah. it's gotten so much bigger than us now yeah, that there's, there's so many New York Times eyes. articles, New York BBC. Times, AP, all these things. We, we don't even have necessarily have anything to do with some of these sure. things. But they're doing it now and it's reaching much bigger audience than us. It's right? just, so look... It's, the whole shill thing, and the only reason we talk about it, like we did in this video today, is it is a part of the, the propaganda apparatus yeah, of yeah. China. And that's what we do. The CCP, they want to pull the wool over your eyes. They want to you know, warp your mind into thinking that China is a certain way. Now, having lived there for so long, we know it's not what they're trying to tell you it is. Mm. And we see them using these foreigners as a tool yeah. to say, look, nothing to see here. And we're like... Shut the hell up. Lots there is a lot here. to see there. And these guys are being immoral pieces of shit by going along. And, oh, look, so no one's oppressed here in right. this food hall. You know, that kind Correct. of thing. You've got to point it out. And that's the reason why we talk about them. It's not out of malice. It's not about YouTube drama. No. You know? Oh, absolutely not. And again, don't give a so... shit if they want to go oh, do yeah, their stuff shit. and talk do, nonsense. Do all you want. You want to promote some river in the middle of China? Go for it. I don't give yeah. a shit. I love yeah. China. Yeah. But... The when you you got to draw the line yeah. when you're part of an apparatus that is costing human lives. That's yeah. a different story. Number two, 
it's gotten bigger than us. Like it's gotten much bigger than us. There's huge networks watching the the yeah. approach, and China has to readjust what they do for their yeah. propaganda. Correct. We're seeing an adjustment. Correct. Um, and it doesn't mean they're changing their actions, by the way. No. <laughs> I and I is odds. I'm having a great time equals no genocide. I don't get how their mind works exactly. Well, and that's that's actually a big thing about expats living in China. You'll find is as long as they're having a good time and they're getting drunk mm-hmm. and getting attention from the girls or yeah. doing the brothels or whatever they're doing, as long as their life's going along mm-hmm. great and they can live like mm-hmm. a king and go and eat out every night at a nice restaurant, they don't give a shit about the social issues that China has. Yeah. And we can say that for sure because we were like that too right. in the beginning. Correct. That's it. You're having a great time. I mean, we were shilling. No, we weren't. We didn't chill, but I'm saying that attitude that you have. Yeah, it's like, like oh, everything's oh, great. Everything's, everyone's happy. Everything's yeah. great. That's because you're yeah. having a good time. And, and you, you don't understand what's happening. No, and you don't understand the language or right. the culture yet or whatever. You know, you think it's cool. Right. You think it's great, but it's not. There are massive issues with kidnapping and various other things that need to be addressed in China. Um, and as soon as you start talking about those, all of a sudden you're an enemy of China, you know? Yeah. But as long I'll as you're say. having a good time drinking and doing your thing, everything's cool, you know? Right. Anyway. Uh, Nick T, thank you very much. Indigo Phoenix, traveling in Xinjiang in 2016, a Polish friend with a beard was stopped by a PLA soldier at a checkpoint. Fortunately, he was Polish. These chills suck. Yep. Yeah, that was 2016. Now, my friend went in 2018, and he saw something wildly different. And then we know someone that was there in 2020, I believe. They had set up entire Potemkin villages. They had orchestrated fake car crashes to stop them from moving forward. It's wild. You can't go into this area. It's like the Truman Show. Yeah. It's wild. Yep. Tony Davos, do you think Eileen Gu will do anything for these people? Of course not. No, why would she? Prove me wrong, though. Yeah. Cry about it. That's what she'll say. Yeah, cry about it. Go use a VPN. Yeah, go use a VPN. It's free. Yeah, all these pictures that we just showed are fake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, evil CCP, yes. Uh, Eva Me, thank you very much. Nick T, my parents visited China in the fall of 08. Their Uyghur tour driver was taken away and replaced in the dead of night after admitting he was treated horribly. Well, that even happened in 08. Yeah. Right? It's been going on for a long time. Yes. Tess, thank you very much. Uh, for mm-hmm. you, a great podcast. I don't understand how governments and companies want to deal with this CCP. I sent you an article about relations between European and Chinese universities. I hope you find it interesting. I know. And that's the thing. You have to draw a line somewhere. This cooperation that everybody wants with China, right? Everybody wants it because they want better business or they've got uh, you know exchange programs, universities, all this that shit should not exist under the current circumstances. Yeah. There should be a like a, a, a baseline. Right. Like, well, we want to do this, but first stop doing this disgusting Uyghur genocide stuff. If you can prove to us that you're not doing that, then we can continue. Yeah. But the way it's going right now, all companies and big corporations and governments around the world are like, well, we know that's going on, but we're going to pretend it's not. Yeah. You know, you just do you. Let's just trade on the side yeah. here. Well it's said. it's terrible. It's immoral. Right. Got to stop this. Max Chong says, you know, North Koreans detain relatives from all generations yeah. too. These places aren't so different. The world just doesn't see it. Yeah, and, and I, I like to make the North Korea analogy because mm. people understand North Korea. Yeah. It's been documented so well about how awful and oppressive it is. Yeah. Most oppressive country in the world. Yeah. But China's approaching that level and it has maybe even surpassed that level for the Uyghurs in, China, in Xinjiang. Yeah. Right. Correct. Uh Meso Pepol says, "This is. I'm glad this is coming light to light uh, to light more and more. Fight for freedom, choose love, not fear." Yes, Deanne Chapman. Um, yeah, I'll read that personal stuff. Yeah, Doc Slothington. Uh, these shills have sold their souls. 
They can beep my old sloth. <laughs> beep. We don't even yeah. know what you're talking about. They yeah. can hold your sloth leaves. Do sloths eat leaves? <laughs> I Fruit. think they do. They do. Yeah. No, I, and I agree with you. These shells are despicable, and that's the reason why I've got it out for them. I mean, if they're wondering why I make videos, it's not like a god to make videos about them, but the reason why I'm not going to drop it and let it go is because what they've done and what they continue to do is so despicable and immoral. That's the reason. And if Jolly Jen, would you consider going on Ben Shapiro? I have to finish my pillow ad first. Okay, oh, okay, sure. Do you have and a that reminds ad? me, when I need a good night's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen the segues, right? Yeah, it's really the bad. The segue compilation. Yeah. Shooter Down Under, we should start doing parodies of these propaganda videos to mock these shills and highlight their absurdity. Mm. It would be great. It'll be great. Do whatever you want. I mean, there's a channel called CCP Shillbusters, which kind of goes after these yeah. guys. It's worth checking out if you want a little, a little bit I of I wouldn't even say go after. It's just like critique comedically. Yeah. It's very yeah. mild. Yeah. Uh, Rum Runner, maybe we should post old photos of happy Chinese in the 19th century and say, see, what a century of humiliation. <laughs> Chinese people were so happy back then. You wouldn't do that, right? No, of course not. But China does that, unfortunately. You, I, just, I, I just don't like it when people take, take advantage of terrible situations, you know, of, of awful things that have happened to people. Like when there's a terrible thing going on, it doesn't matter which country or where, don't make light of it. Don't no. try to brush it off as nothing. I mean, farm murders in South Africa are bloody awful. And you've got people out there saying, oh, pff, they deserve it because of the past or whatever. No, it doesn't matter what. It doesn't no. matter no. what terrible thing is happening. There's never a justification for it. And you should always sympathize and try to put an end to terrible things rather than make excuses for it, you know? Right. Correct. Uh, I mean, jelly gin. seriously, slavery would still be around if that was the attitude that people took. Yeah, for sure. Good, good, good analogy. You know, you have to put an end to bad things. Yes, you have to stop them at all costs, really, yeah. to prevent future system. Like things happen systemically like that yeah. too, and it just becomes interesting. Oh, remember the Uyghurs? Oh, yeah, that was that was a thing, right? Mm. You have to stop it now. Yeah, you have to put an end to it. Uh, the hand of Jolly Jin, the Lao Gai locations look as bad as the uh, Black Dolphin in Russia. That was that secret prison. So, you know, are their governments mm. so afraid of their own populace? Absolutely. Yeah. Any authoritarian government really is. Yeah. Solomon Gallagher, thank you very much. Dylan Vienna, good day, legends. Hey, I haven't seen you a while, Dylan. Yeah. It's been a while since catching you live. Here's some beer funds before I head to work. Stay awesome. Thank awesome. you. We hope really you appreciate had, that. Hope you had some good trips. Yeah. Uh, Hovik Arnian, just saw this on my feed. Uh, going to watch from the beginning. Stay awesome, guys. Keep being chilling. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Winter Phoenix Forest, Kieran. Oh, glad I managed to catch you. Serpent Zeta, you did a great job on Stay Awesome China. I'm sending you two 20 bucks to pay for Conquering China series. I can't get on Amazon. That covers it, right? Yeah, thanks, Thank mate. Really uh, appreciate it. It's actually on Vimeo On Demand. That's yeah. where people buy it. That's where those shows are. Oh, we really appreciate it either. But yeah, thank, thank you very you. much. Appreciate thank you. That. Doom and Bloom. Uh, even if they did leave, the CCP would harass and coerce you to return evil. And that's why yeah. you should watch my video about the Operation Fox Hunt. Yeah. That is what they do. And I interviewed a Uyghur about that very thing. It's yeah, and it's not just Uyghurs. Out. They'll do that to no, anyone no, anyone sure. from China. Yeah. But I did, there's a whole segment focused on how they catch Uyghurs abroad. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Vienna, I think the ADB fan, pay, fan base should be called Dark Forces. <laughs> Dark <laughs> yeah. Forces. Dark Foreign Forces. Yeah, yeah, Foreign Forces. Doesn't yeah. matter where you're from. We're all yeah. Foreign Forces That's here. right, yep. Jerry Huang, an important point to think about is if the genocide in Xinjiang is a lie, then why is the CCP always using underhanded tactics to prove their point, such as the Ghoulie Sisters propaganda campaign? And yeah, Jerry did a great job. Check out his stuff about exposing uh, some of the you know genocide denial stuff. Mm -hmm. And he has a really good point. Why would you go to these absolute astronomical lengths to say something doesn't exist and to prove otherwise? Yeah. 
with so much heavy-handed effort if yeah. there was nothing happening. Of course, because if it didn't exist, you wouldn't be bothered about it. It doesn't matter. Just let people go and yeah. hang out. Yeah. Right? Or, you know what? It would be real freaking easy just to allow an independent investigation. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, that's to be government it's affiliate. Kinda, okay, how about something? How about like people start spreading a rumor that you've got an STD, right? Mm. They're like, oh, better watch out. Seamilk's got the clap or whatever it is. Yeah. What would be the easiest way to, to fix that problem? I go get a test from go the doctor. Go to a doctor. And I show everyone I'm yeah. clean. Get, let them choose the doctor. Yeah, yeah they, they can you choose. Know, yeah. They can be there. You freaking get a test. Watch and then me it's, pee. And then it's like, I'm clean. Yeah. See? That was a bullshit rumor. Yeah. That's what the CCP could have done. But Very of course, simple. they can't do that because it's true. Correct. If an independent investigative team went in, they would find the camps. They would not only find the camps, they'd find the slave markets. Yeah. They already have posted about them online where you can get bulk Uyghurs to go do forced labor for you. Yeah. It's already there, right? So they won't let anyone in to go see it by themselves. No, of course not. So they have to suddenly hire all this flashy propaganda like the Ghoulie sisters, you know, and that type of thing. Right. I got then yeah. people will say that... the. You know, anybody who sees my clap report, I'll be like, oh, that was a paid off doctor. Yeah, but that's why you, <laughs> yeah. you let you let, let them, them choose. The, my detractors choose. Yes. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I like that. Now this is going to go around that I have the clap. I mean, it was just an clap analogy. For, yeah, I you clap for a very, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's good things. Go. See, look, has the what? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up, guys. You're doing so much good in this world. Thank you, Kurt, Thank you. Ohio, sir. Falnon, greetings from Estonia. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks. We love Estonia. Friend, country friend of the of the channel for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh Dylan freaking theme comes from there. Correct. Yeah. And not only that, stands up against the CCP. Yeah. Yeah. Did a homestay with the Kazakhs in Kazakhstan and can vouch that nobody danced for me. Yeah, Dylan has been to Kazakhstan, knows a lot about the country. He actually helped me a lot out uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of my research. And yeah, he's saying he stayed in Kazakhstan and they didn't dance for him. Of course not. Nobody does that. Seeing that lady's silhouette in the family's room messes me up. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, nobody does that. Nobody just like, no. oh, we're just going to make a dance. And you know what? There were no film crews there except for this influencer. Influencer's filming. He's doing his live stream minders or whatever the, the bullshit. They're minders everywhere. And they're like, they've been told, okay, now we have to do this because he's filming. And we're going to have to do it. And the minders are there. We're just going to have to dance because that's what they expect us to do. Yeah. They're not having a good time. No, no yeah. one's like, yeah, this is great. We're actually enjoying this. Right. They're like, oh, shit, we better do this. We're under duress. Correct. It's yeah. awful. Will Smith uh, slapping Xi Jinping. Would you please remind folk that if they have time to complain online, they have time to contact their representatives? Absolutely. And we always advocate for that. If you want to exercise your democracy, you let them know what's going on. Mm. Because this stuff, believe it or not, even though it's being spread around and leaked and it's covered by mainstream media and all this kind of stuff, it just falls on deaf ears when it comes to politics a, sure. lot, a lot of the time. Yeah. There are good politicians. Talk um, to your congressman or talk whatever to your, And your representatives, right? And well, make sure that I they I still know. don't understand that whole congressman thing. I know it's an American thing. I kind of, I like the idea of it. Sure. Just, there's a guy you can call. Well, he, he is He's a man. You elect his, or a woman. In Congress? In Congress. Congresswoman, I guess. Congresswoman, yeah. yeah. And they, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. But basically, you're exercising your democracy by letting them know about issues that are important to you and putting them on their radar. And those are the people you vote for to make laws happen. I just realized what a terrible job that must be. 
Listening Just get like some crackpot calling. My milk's not coming in on the right degree temperature. But sometimes people will call you and be like, "Did you know there's a genocide happening?" Yeah. And you're yeah. like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. yeah, I guess you would filter out the. You, you probably, probably have, have a like secretary. a secretary and like, "What is this about?" If sir? it's about rotten milk, yeah, then just <laughs> yeah, turn exactly. it off. If it's about snakes in his grass, yeah. can you do something about the weather? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. But yeah, call um, your congressman or you know just talk to people about it. That's yeah. Spread the word. Make media. Mm. Talk to your representatives. Definitely do that. Mm. Uh, Doc Slothington, I love to laugh at the cringe Chinese propaganda and all, but everything you've been showing tonight is grotesque and sad. Yeah, sorry about that. No, and, and again, that's that's life. But yeah. far more important to show and talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Doc. You understand. Dennis Estrada. And thanks, Doc, for the somber attitude as well. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate it a lot. That. Yeah, oh, you're awesome. Uh, Dennis Estrada, thank you very much. CC, CCC. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Sean Thorson, thank you very much. Suzanne B., why do they associate dancing with freedom? It's because, it's very simple actually, they think of minorities, the people that are not Han Chinese, as a circus element, right? It's kind of like you'd go watch an acrobat, or you would watch somebody do busking on the side of the road, or you'd yeah. watch a monkey, right? Yeah, I mean, look, it, you, it you can, can be dehumanized. You can also, you can also boil it down. Let's take it out of an, an American look at it. When you think about Native Americans, okay? The stereotypical thing that you used to see in movies and stuff yeah, is like, the old like a, a headdress right. dancing around a fire doing a powwow or whatever. That, right. That's the kind of thing that somebody who's not from America, who's not familiar with Native Americans, who's not familiar with that culture, that's probably what comes to mind. Is those is. stereotypical images. I, I think that it's worse, though, because the, of some of the... Mm-hmm. you know, derogatory language that I've heard used uh, oh, sure. amongst people. I'm just using that as an analogy. Yeah, so, for sure. So you expect, that's my meaning, is a, a Han person, a ethnic tourist. Tourism. Yeah, they expect that if they go to Xinjiang to see this ethnic dance. And if they dance, don't, then they don't get their money's worth. You got to see the ethnic clothing. You yeah. got to see the ethnic dance. And you got to put it on yourself. And, put on and the that, that to them is what defines yes. a Uyghur. Yeah. Like a Uyghur minority. They got to be in that dress and they've got to be doing them dances. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the the mindset behind it. And that's why the, the Communist Party knows they have to amplify that. Yeah. Because that that's shows the, the good parts, of the, the, the parts of the culture that everyone expects. That's what's been deemed to be yeah. their identity. So when they get all these people accusing the Chinese government of stripping the culture away they're from like, the Uyghurs, they'll culture. be like, uh-uh, look at this clothing and this dance. That's the most cultural part of their culture. Correct. Look how much culture they have. Right. They do this... Hand thing, right? Which apparently is thing. this is apparently like every ethnic dance in China. Yeah, it something matter. with a hand, especially if it's in Western China. It doesn't matter that the Chinese government thinks that's what everyone does. Just do something with the hands, and then they're like, "Okay, cool, you're you good. Mongolian, you're Tibetan, you're Uyghur, you're a Kazakh, you're a Tajik. You all do that. Do a hand do thing. Yeah. Do a hand thing. Everyone Wear some that. clothing. Yeah, you know. So that's why. Right. And again, I don't mean to be derogatory when I say it's like a zoo or an animal no, and stuff. But, they, but that's, I, that's, you picked that up. You picked that up. That's yeah. the attitude towards it. Yeah. And they're like, look at these, you know, the, the stuff that they say is rough. And I'm not talking about everyone, obviously, obviously. but it's, it's been promoted throughout society, yeah. unfortunately. And it, it's, it's just the way it is. And look, every society has this, the, these kind of issues yeah. uh, in the past and whatever. But this is what's happening right now right in now. China. So we face it on. Yeah. Uh, K.O. Bell, cannot stress enough how important your work is. Keep it up. Thank you very much. Thank you. I don't know how to read your name, mm-hmm. but thank you for becoming a member. Yeah, thank you. Simp for clam man. <laughs> okay. You don't want a simp. Uh, for we got to throw him in there. Where is he? Well, had on. Yeah, uh, had I'm to not throw sure him in. What there. you guys are on about? I have it on good authority that China is clean, safe, developed, and China is friendly. China has so much more. 
so much what? I love pets. What's your tongue? I shoot pets. This video is brought oh, no, to you. That's, sorry. <laughs> Wrong you button. Understand China. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we've got that, don't we? Where did I put that? It's um. Yeah, there we you go. gotta understand China. Yeah, Finally, it's been, found it. It's been ages yeah, since we, we got, got You gotta understand China. Yeah, back. exactly. Uh, <laughs> this video is not brought to you. No, by no, we just today. We just gave it a little blip of uh, a previous sponsor there. Uh, Power shift. I would think that CCP Shanghai faction losing billions of dollars from the lockdown, successfully plotting bad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, increases by the minute. Uh, I really that's complete speculation. Sure. I actually don't think that's realistic at all. Unfortunately. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Uh, in open society, the rule of state is to protect the freedom or, of the individual. A closed society, the rule of the individual is to serve the state. Right. Robert Dove, thank you very much. Will Smith says, would you consider the PRC an apartheid state? In a way. In the Xinjiang area, yeah. yes. In Xinjiang. Absolutely. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of uh, apartheid in yeah. South Africa. Segregated. Yeah. And I mean, you know... Certain people have to have certain documents to move around. Yeah. Certain people are under different surveillance uh -huh. than other people. Oh, yeah. It's actually, there's a lot. In Xinjiang. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of uh, parallels there. Uh, Koni Tsung. Sounds familiar. When I went to Shanghai, my local friend told me to stay away from those Xinjiang street vendors selling cakes, saying those are scams. Do they have unified talking points for them? A lot, yeah. And you know what the thing, the sad thing about that is that those, those cake things are scams. Mm. Most of the time they are. So yeah. Yeah, your friend wasn't wrong. But again, it's also a product. Of, yeah. When you've been marginalized so yeah. much, you have nothing else you can you do. Ways to make money as <laughs> yeah. well. Uh, yeah. If someone's going to treat you like a criminal before you're a criminal, you might as well rip them off for some cake. Sure. And, and by the way, that's not everyone that goes and sells cakes. No, it's no. like the traveling merchant. They have those weird big nut cake things yeah. on the back of a tricycle yeah. usually. And then you'll ask for a little slice and then they'll cut a slightly bigger slice and then try to charge you more for it. Right. And then you're like, but I didn't want that much. And they're like, well, I cut the cake now. Right. You know, can't put it back. Right. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Dark Metals. Thank <clears throat> you very much. John Walsh. Thank you very much. Smooth Collision. Thanks for your work. Thank you very much. Derpler, what is life like in Pennsylvania for your Asian wives? I was raised in Pennsylvania, and I remember Asians not being treated very well. It's very different. <laughs> it's never um, had an incident. Not yeah. a not a one. Like, not yet, the, yeah. hand on heart. The entire time I've been in America with my wife, there has not been one incident at all. She hasn't been looked at funny. Not exists. No, but she hasn't. We go out all the time. She's yeah. not been looked at funny. Nobody's nope. been condescending or shit nope. towards her. People have only ever been nice and uber friendly towards her in yeah. every every facet of life. Yeah. And she gets preferential treatment. Like when she went to the DMV to do her driving tests and stuff. Yeah, because she's not from here. Yeah. yeah. Super. They were small, very, we're in a small town. Super. No, but like she she got her DMV driver's license in California, remember? Oh, you're talking about back then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. she was like, they made special time for her. They sure. were super patient and That's understanding, true. you know, right. all this other crap. She's only ever been treated well. So I, I'm, I hate to break it to people who are expecting for her to have terrible um you know yeah. interactions yeah, but she hasn't had it very same been yeah. very amazing experiences yeah. so far. and if she ever does have an, we'll uh, an incident know. i'll tell everybody about it I'm oh not, yeah absolutely. i'm not here to hide hide the faults and no. flaws of america um yeah. just the way that i'm not there to hide the faults and flaws of china correct you know uh have you guys hi guys have you seen any examples of uyghurs who have graduated their integration schools just wondering how are they once released um, they're definitely not abroad. They're monitored. Yeah. Cesario JPN. Wolverines. Wolverines. Yep. Red Dawn. Mesopex. Uh, which CCP influencers do you hate the most? We don't hate anyone. We are full of love. 
<laughs> yes, we yeah, very not much a spotlight to promote them. No, we very much dislike, and we show them. Like I said, we show them because we're showing you it's how the, the Chinese government works mm-hmm. by hiring them. These uh, morons. Knock spot says heading to Taiwan tomorrow for the whole summer. Thanks for you uh, to you both for giving me courage. Nimaliang ah hanyobi. thanks very much. Appreciate that. Really appreciate it. Congratulations, yeah. Benji two. That's going to be fun. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah, James Stern. How tall are you both? You're like five ten, right? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm average. I'm six one. Yeah, you're slightly above average. Yeah. Fart sausage. Love you both, guys. That sounds gross, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Fart sausage yet? Does. My Chinese wife thinks Winston is super handsome. You better thanks. Yeah, but talk with her. Appreciate it. So don't say that. Wife, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, John Walsh. Uh, I don't know how to respond to flattery. It's weird. <laughs> with yeah. this evidence, it's even more. With this evidence, it's even more ludicrous for CCP pup, media puppets to claim the genocide accusations are baseless. Yeah, it's, that that goose is cooked. Yeah, that's cooked. Yeah, I honestly hope we see a turnaround, and I I won't I won't demonize anyone. No. If somebody legitimately says, you know, I I wasn't convinced before, but now it's looking pretty bad, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. 100% behind you. Correct. 100% behind you. I support you. I, won't I, I believe that people make mistakes. Yeah, And for people sure. make the wrong call. Everybody does. Everyone's screwed up. And you, the, the way I see it is everyone has the benefit of the doubt now. Yeah. You can say, I legitimately didn't think so. I. You don't even have to say I was brainwashed. Be like, I was reading the other side maybe too much or whatever. You have so many opportunities to write this wrong. Yeah. Right. You don't have to say, I atone for my sins. You have to be like, listen, I, I changed my mind. Yeah. Right? Just come on out and say it. Yeah. P for... Hunter, when are you all going on Tim Pool's podcast? Stop asking. I have no idea. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, Shayner the Gray, it appears Yenmi Park has gone social media silent for the past month. No peep from her people are worried. Oh, that's not good. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's probably taking a vacation. Yeah. Danik, thank you very Hopefully. much. Hannah, Sean, thank you very much, Sean. Um, mm. Where are we? <laughs> nice. Um, D8, D8 briefs, thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hana, the CCP is scared of the people, but they know people won't uprise. Generational oppression. Yeah, that's right. Generational oppression. What's the definition of that again? You know, def- just because they've been doing it for for generations, and generations uh, they oppress they oppress you, your grandparents, your parents, your siblings, your children, your grandchildren. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter's farmer. Now is a great time to divest any of Chinese stock. I honestly would advise that anyway. In Minecraft, because we're not financial in, advisors. Yeah, in Minecraft. But what I can tell you about the whole um, Chinese stock listings and stuff is that it's all kind of built on falsehoods, a lot of it. Yes. And they've been making a push now to try and get foreign investors back in by saying, we're going to allow you know independent um, audits and stuff. They're not. It's just it's rubbish. And it is currently, as it always is, a very attractive investment for a lot of people because you know you can see returns. But you have to understand that it's really a house of cards. Yes. And you're investing in falsehoods. And I wouldn't do it. That's what he said, by the way. Oh, I wasn't trying to ignore Dr. Briefs, yeah. yeah. I wasn't ignoring. That means like people of the world unite. Absolutely. Um, with zero monkeypox policy next. By the way, if you send Chinese messages, sometimes we're not ignoring you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just our audience, the vast majority of people don't, but we'll always translate then. Yeah. Well, that'll be our policy from now. We'll sure. read it and we'll translate it. Yeah. Um, zero monkeypox. Yeah, I don't know what this monkeypox thing is, but you know, we'll I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's been spreading around in WeChat and other um, oh, Chinese yeah. social media. We'll cover that later. 
Yeah, but they're blaming um, the monkeypox on America, like America's new bioweapon, bio yeah. you know, to attack China is monkeypox. It's also it's too uh, divert, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Jeff Gordon says opinion on Russian state media saying Holdemore is fake. Uh, obviously, that's not. Um, that's another you know Holocaust esque mm -hmm. denial thing, uh, and a term made up for Russia phobia, equating Russians to the new Jews. Oh what my on earth? Gosh. I never heard that. No. Wow. Uh, Bachman, J. Brad. What's up, gentlemen? Who are they taking pictures of for the detainees with their heads shaved all lined up in the camps? Who are they taking pictures for? Over there? Oh, oh you mean the, that? The classic shot? Not just the one of them coming in. You oh, know, there's the that picture? Yeah, yeah. No idea. They probably had to prove. You know, that's the thing. Uh, a lot of these pictures, obviously, they're old, right? So it was from 2018. They were taking pictures. They needed to take mug shots and things like that. It was for internal use only. So yeah. it was probably like, look, I did my quota of guard. I mean, I did my quota of prisoners coming in or whatever. Something like that. They weren't supposed to be leaked out. You know, that mm. wasn't the purpose. It's not like someone went in there and, no. you know, spied. No. This was just the local police security guards, hacked. whatever, just taking photos to show their boss or something. And yeah. It got, and that was hacked. Yeah, it was hacked. That's all. Um. Dragon's fourth child, not a happy topic today, but I want to tell you that I had my second Mandarin lesson today, and I don't want to be a clam man when I visit Taiwan. You won't be. A yeah, you won't be a man. clam man. You won't be like this. Chinese. Yeah, you won't be. You put in more effort than that guy ever. No, did. this guy. That's, that's less than one lesson. Yeah, that dude just can't speak Chinese. Doc Slothington, do we know where the leak came from? It was uh, partially Adrian Zenz. And then no, it was sent to him. And it was sent. To, well, no, I'm saying he was yeah. instrumental. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. instrumental in, in compiling cool. a lot of this. But we don't know. Nobody knows who the, the actual, actual yeah. hacker and stuff is. I'm sure yeah. the CCP is going to But remember that these these uh, documents and photos have been independently verified. Yes. And that's why it took a few months. Yeah. Um, do you think the CCP, what do you think the CCP response will be to the China Eastern pilot? Um, you know, that whole bad thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Unalived that. himself, potentially, from Rob Boltwood. Uh, it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's very hard to tell because it's a tragedy. And, yeah. you know, I, I just have to quickly draw a couple parallels. Um, remember, this is now off, off point, but remember when there was that Malaysian MH370, mm. whatever it was, you know, the Malaysian plane went missing. Yeah. With like 300-odd people yeah. on board, a lot of them Chinese. Uh, there were mass protests, yeah, like huge amounts of protests, yeah. and there was unrest. And the Chinese government allowed these protests. They allowed the grieving yeah. families to yeah. go out there and stand with signs and protest in the streets and make a big scene out of it because it was another country. Yes. Now, with the domestic airline that went down and killed also hundreds of people, um, and it's pointing to the fact that it's probably pilot suicide, Probably. Probably. We can't say for sure, but that's what the initial investigation is being shown from um, outside investigators yeah. anyway. Um, silence. Yeah. Even people that were trying to put out mem memorials for the... Yep. the Silence. Yeah, remember, right in the beginning, yep. they were like sharing candle emojis and eh. stuff, all silenced and censored. And it shows you once again how the Chinese government weaponizes the outside world yes. whenever it wants to divert attention away from bad things. Correct. Because when the same or similar thing happens internally... And it's like a Chinese issue, silenced. Right. But when it's an external issue, like the Malaysian flight, let's make the biggest, loudest noise ever to show how dissatisfied we are with Malaysia or with whoever is at, you know, at fault. So just wanted to point that out. Right. Since you brought it up. Wilson says, please state this. Russia is extremely anti-Semitic. The word pogrom comes from Russia. People should learn history. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're trying to point out, like, 
China is incredibly xenophobic and it's due to government policy. Mm. Uh, it's the same, same kind of idea. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. But anyway. Yeah. That's guys, it, guys, sorry for the dour episode. Uh, thank you for joining us and sticking through this. We had to bring it out since it's breaking news and we wanted everybody to get a handle on this and understand it clearly, at least you know, from a bit of a, a lens where we can add some context into it. Because mm. I think if you just read an article, you yeah. might be like, oh, well, what's going on? Sure. Anyway, guys. Links are in the description. Yeah. Follow up. A lot of information for you guys to check out. Of course, this this show will replace Friday's show. Yes. So we'll, we'll see, see you, next, you week. next week. So we won't see you this Friday. We'll, we'll see, see you this, next Friday. We'll see you this week for our videos. Yeah, we'll still yeah. have videos. Don't yeah. worry about it. Can't wait to see you guys next week on the show. And uh, have a wonderful week. And stay awesome. And of course, uh, our heart goes out to everybody who's in trouble and suffering under the, the CCP in Xinjiang. And, um, in general. In general. And we certainly hope that some of the, the propagandists and shills could change their mind a little bit. And maybe, a chance. Now's yeah, a chance. Uh, say something, you know, redeem yourself, so to speak. Let's, let's actually have a little bit of unity under this. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, until next time, guys, you know the drill as always. Stay awesome. I'm not going to cut myself off this time. Definitely not. Five, four, three.